the guy just like leans into me and he just whispers, wait for it. And just they're like, wait, this is wait really creepy. What? This is really I know, creepy. I know he said weird, but like you see, why like, do I feel like guy. in 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 my, in my in my head so. in my head this guy right now as he's saying wait for it is like taking his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, and, then, just, and then he whispers over wait. and does an inglorious bass is like for the cream. wait for the cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, no, <laughs> Hello everyone, and welcome back to another instalment of the uh, the Fill Me In podcast with me, your host Xander Langwiston, and your co-host. It's Mr. David French. It's official. I'm the co-host. We said this last week. Shut up, man. <laughs> I know, but Stop I like the hyped. idea that I have. I got a promotion, man. It's the first promotion I've ever had, other than you know when my tutor asked me to be a director for the music video we were doing. <laughs> and we're here to film you in this week. Um, <sighs> Stop. See how I said it casually? Because <laughs> it's a casual thing. It's not a casual thing, though. It's like going to the doctors. So listen, much. love, if you, you listen, um, if you take these I'm tablets gonna, I'm just gonna film and we'll, uh, we'll film, film you in next week, yeah? Is that all right? Uh, imagine if, like, you ever became a doctor or something useful in life and, like... <laughs> Did you just like imagine if you ever became a doctor? Oh yeah, one day I'll just wake up and be like, you know what? I'm gonna be a doctor. I'm a doctor. <laughs> it's not like also that's something you have to train for your entire goddamn that. life. Like imagine if you became a therapist for some reason. Out of nowhere, you're just like, you know what, I'm gonna go into therapy. And then like your patient who is severely depressed is just like, right, well, here's your prescription and I'll film you in next week. <laughs> they'll just uh, they'll just be done. I won't uh, see him again. <laughs> you wouldn't at all. You'd get a rating on Yelp of 0.5 stars. He's got a good podcast, but he's not a very good therapist. (laughs) He certainly filmed me in well, um, but that's that's all I can say. Um, So this week, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, You know what? There's like two two bits of news. F*** it. I don't want to talk about the news. I just want to get straight to this. I want to talk about Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Henry Cavill built a computer and it was the most weirdly sexual thing I've seen on the internet in a while. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it turned me on more than 365 days on Netflix. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, it's a weirdly seductive video. And, it, like, if you don't know, Henry Cavill is a huge f- nerd. Yeah! Like, he, he nearly... I'm pretty sure he missed the first call to become Superman because he was in a raid on World of Warcraft. Yes! Yes, I love that story. I love that story. And then his agent called him up, started screaming at him, telling him to call him back, and then he became Superman. And he just told his clanmates, by the way, I'm Superman now. Like, imagine that conversation. It's like, oh, yeah, man. It's like... It's, it, the, the most adorable thing in that video is when he's using his, like, GoPro in his head and, it, and he does something <laughs> correctly and he puts his thumbs up. Like that how-to basic Honestly. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's so good. Like, the fact that he's... Honestly, loads more, like, celebrities are, are outing themselves as huge nerds. Like, Brie Larson has a gaming channel now. She does, and everyone and... hates it. Because it's, Brie La- because it's Brie Larson, and everyone's sexist. Well, she's great. Have you heard uh, that story about her throwing her boyfriend out because she he told her she was taking Super Mario Galaxy 2 seriously? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she threw him out. I love that. And then Jack Black has a gaming channel. Jack Black. Jablinski Games. Yeah, Jablinski Games. Like, to be fair, he's... though, Jack Black is like the most obvious of the nerds. 
Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> but at the same time, like it was also used as a um like for to help announce the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two remakes. Wow. Like he, he did a video just called "This is Tony Hawk. He's a pro skater," <laughs> and it's genuinely like that is so cool. But yeah, um, yeah, like for some reason celebrity like big celebrities like good looking celebrities especially and being nerds is a huge thing now because there's henry cavill building a seductive pc and it looks great Can I it just does say? look great amazing looking pc like oh my god yeah i think that was the sexier part of that video to be completely honest with me. <laughs> but um and then there's brie larson having a gaming channel yeah like, it, I, I really want to know what's next like, I wonder if Christopher Nolan is just going to come out of nowhere and just, like, make a game. Like, Inception, the game, and it's actually going to be f***ing great. Bro, imagine if Christopher Nolan made a video game. That'd be so sick. It would be so good. Because, like, Steven, Steven Spielberg has always been a massive nerd as well. He, like, yeah. Ready Player One is literally the video game movie. Yeah. You know that... It's not even a video that. game. It's the video if, game if, movie. If Christopher Nolan made a video game, it would probably f- come out before Tenet did. At this point, yeah. God damn it. Um, um, the only other bits of news that I remember are No Time to Die might be getting delayed again and possibly see a um, summer 2021 release. Sick, of course. Um, and then on top of that, Tom Holland has begun filming the Uncharted movie. Um, yeah. He's, he's been bulking up with uh, Mark Wahlberg. That movie was like, like in development hell for ages, wasn't it? It was for a while, but it's because it's changed scripts like four times, I believe. They're now going for young Nate Drake, which I like the idea right. of them doing young Nate. And Tom Holland is obviously the perfect casting to look for young Nate. Yeah. Um, if they were doing old Nate, I think Nathan Fillion would have to be him. Because Nathan yeah. Fillion is perfect for he is. old Nate. He him. looks like him. <laughs> have you seen the uh, the fan film? Yes, yes. With Nathan Fillion as him. Yeah. It was so good for like an Uncharted. Like, it's so simple, but it had like every aspect other than the climbing like if <laughs> if they didn't have like all they need to do is just have him scaling a mountain and it's just the it's the uncharted short movie <laughs> like even the developers said this is awesome thank you um so that's all the so news like, if, they, if they ever do old nate nathan Phil- yeah that's literally it that's all else like, um, it's been a very dry week for movies but that's good because this week we're doing something a bit special, aren't we, David? I think so. I can't so, remember, to be honest. To celebrate our 25th episode, David, that's a quarter of a century. Is it? Yes, a century is 100. I mean, it's 25 episodes a week. Yeah, but a week. Still. So a century is 100 years. Still, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've done 25. Shut up, stop ruining this for me. We've done 25 episodes... <laughs> I've been here for all of them. David's been slacking. Um, so hey, you didn't invite me for all of them. <laughs> oh, shit. So uh, to celebrate that and to also also maybe wish back movie theatres into existence yeah, as soon it's as like humanly a, possible. An homage to the fact that movie theatres did exist at one point, remember? Yeah. <laughs> remember movie theatres? <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Um, remember Star Wars and because I'm so goddamn awkward and always get myself into these terrible awkward horrible situations I figured why not look back at some of our favourite cinema stories so we've uh, we've got our own cinema stories so like funny ones awkward ones and uh, we've also put a net out to our friends and uh, 
everyone else online saying, have you got a funny cinema story? Send it to us. And we, we got a few responses, didn't we? Yeah, I got, I got a few. Um, we're, me and David are also going to look at some uh, some movies that we saw in the cinema that maybe um, we like affected us maybe or that um, you know was the a audience, big experience like, yeah. seeing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Big yeah, movies like, that we want to see. Uh, I've my re- main ones are um, audience experiences, like because the the main thing I love about going to the cinema is the audience reaction, especially like really big movies and really popular films. Yeah. And popular characters, like I love seeing an audience reaction to that kind of thing. Um, I I've also written down like the first movie I saw at the cinema. Um, the don't the, remember that the last movie I saw before lockdown, and um, yeah, just other other bits and pieces. We might not get through them all. The, these might you know these might spill into another episode at some point. But um, you know, we figured we'd we'd give this a go. We figured this might also, be fun. We- we also just kind of wanted a break from watching a load of movies. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yes. Um, where should we start? <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say we start with, like, the friend ones, and then we talk about our ones. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle them through. Uh, we, we, do you want to read out one of, your, one of your friend ones? Well, I've got, um, I've got a few, but there's, like, what, two of them are worded really funnily, to me anyway. Okay. So one of them is literally one line, and it's from a mate Demanya. Where um, I've talked about him on the on the podcast before. I shout out his YouTube channel constantly. I don't forget if you um, subscribe to him, so go do that. Um, <laughs> Call it out the audience. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, guys! You want to subscribe to him? Exactly. Um, so you were actually in the party when he said this. Um, he just put. Uh, I wrote down Demanya. I went to see Joker. Twas good, and that's his entire story. He, he enjoyed Joker. Okay, this is this has gone off to a horrible start. This is not okay, a funny so cinema story. This is, this is an actual one. This is one from a mate Holly, and I've, I've sent you like pictures of what Holly texts. Hi Holly. Uh, go Hi Holly. Her on Instagram. Thank you for this. Yeah. Uh, so I've I've sent you. I've told you what Holly's like. Uh, you know that meme where it's just like um, there's a f- owl outside. Yes. A hoot hoot. Yeah, she talks like that, and she sends God knows how many messages. So <laughs> I just screenshotted it instead of writing it myself because it was funnier to me. Brilliant. And so her messages went, uh, one I had was when I went watching It Chapter 2. Oh no, it must have been one. And I was like, if someone comes in dressed as a f-ing clown, I'm going to scream. And there weren't many people there. And then this woman walks in with curly hair, and I shit myself and screamed, oh, f*** off. But it was just an innocent woman. <laughs> so she just screamed fuck off to this innocent woman <laughs> who just had curly hair. What? That's such a weird one. That's I love it though. It's so funny because like she just randomly screamed fuck off at this stranger because she's scared of clowns, even though she's going to see probably the most infamous clown movie of all time. <laughs> um that's a that's a funny one. That's a funny one. Yeah, I, uh... that's a good one. Thank you, Ollie. I, I completely forgot to write down. I completely forgot to write down my experience at it chapter one because I remember seeing that, thinking there won't be many people here. We get in there that we see. Like I went with Sam, um, and there were loads yeah. of people from our school that were going as well that we had no idea. We're like, oh my god, you're here, hello! <laughs> and uh, we get there, the cinema's completely packed. We end up being on like the fourth row, and it was such a great experience because like yeah. everyone was so scared, but like everyone was clearly with friends 
So you'd go, you'd get really scared, and then you'd laugh at each other getting scared. So it was, yeah. it was, it was a mix of like ah, <laughs> and just like loads of laughing. That's so a good that one. that was a really great experience for me. It chapter one, great movie as well. So thank you, Holly. Yeah. That was that was a fun one. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a. Um, I enjoyed that one, Holly. Thank you. I'll uh, I'll read that one. Uh, so this one's from a uh, John and Anderton. Um, who's a good friend of mine from Tameside Radio. He is starting a new podcast very soon. So I will uh, leave a link in the description to Tameside Radio's podcast page. And uh, I will give you guys more information when you can listen to that because it will be good because he's really good at it. Um, so um, he said, <laughs> the message says, Xander, I have a funny story about going to the cinema. Um, so he said, I was I was watching a film that I, and, and I got up to go to the toilet. And then when I walked back into supposedly the screen I've just come out of, um, I was only halfway through the film. I realized I had walked into a different screening of the same film. So I'd seen the end of the movie before then realising that when I'd gone to the toilet, I'd come into the wrong one. So he's like, started started watching the movie, come out, gone back in, and ended up watching the, the, set, the wrong half of the movie. I, um, I've, that's just reminded me, shit, I've, I forgot I have more stories than I thought. Yeah, exactly, um, we're going to be doing yeah. a lot of that. We're going to be doing a lot of that. Yeah, like, that's genuinely just reminded me. I'll tell you, I'll um, sum it up quickly. So, I went to go and see Venom with yes. my mate Ben. Um, I think it was my mate Ben and my mate Kane from uni. And we got there, bought the tickets, and he told us, go to the screening. And we got in, and we sat down, and we were weirdly confused because, like, we I think we were like five minutes late, so we thought that we only missed like the ads, but apparently we missed a bit of the movie. Um, and then we were watching it. We were, like we were enjoying it. It was like it was really good. And we're like, wow, this is how is this getting such bad reviews? Like this is all fun bits. Like not this isn't slowing down at all. And then an hour later, the movie ends, and we're just like, the f- <laughs> what? So we went out to the um, to the key, like to the tills, and we we're just like, um, "Excuse me, basically, uh, we just got into the film, and like, is it supposed to be an hour long?" <laughs> like, uh, no, it's um, it's two hours. It's like, oh, okay. What screen did you did we just go into? <laughs> and then they told us. We, so the way that like apparently the printer was wasn't working properly, so they printed tickets for a screen that started, like that started at that exact time but they sent us into the wrong screening because on the ticket the oh screening man. was for a screen that started an hour before no I... and so we we sat through the last hour of the movie all the good bits basically yeah <laughs> and then we they asked us uh do you want to get a refund or do you want to like go into another screening you can just go in we'll just tell you when the next one is it's in like five ten minutes and we're just like, you know what? We'll just go to the other screen. We'll watch the first hour. Somebody, somebody else had that exact same problem. The guy sitting next to us had the same problem as oh. well. So it was really weird. He just took the refund though. Um, oh, look at him. I'd be fuming. <laughs> I'd be fuming. <laughs> Honestly though, I was so glad, right? Because there was someone I really did not want to have an, another cinema experience with in that screening. So I feel like I dodged a bullet there. I think you know yes, who I yes, am. Yes, <laughs> He was in that exact screening. The screening I was supposed to go into, he was in that one. And I dodged and weave as he came out. I really so want to I'm talk about like, it, but oh, I can't yes. because it's just calling to yeah, an exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. But like, he was in the exact same screen. I dodged and weave through the crowd to avoid him, and I 
did it perfectly. <laughs> so I, just, I, told, I turned to Ben, I was like, dude, I'm so glad this happened. He was like, why? Well, I, I'm kind of annoyed. It's like, there's someone in the screen that we were supposed to go to that I know that they would have just tried to move over to us <laughs> because he's got a weird obsession with me. He did have a weird obsession like, with you. He did have a weird obsession with me. And he was just like, all right, fair enough. I'm kind of glad it happened as well because I didn't want anybody with a weird obsession like, going about. <laughs> but yeah, um, that, was a, that was a fun little day. It was after uni and like we were all like somewhat excited to go and see a good Venom movie. We watched half of a good Venom movie and then a full bad Venom movie. <laughs> um, so thank you for that story, David. And more importantly, yeah, thank so you, Jordan, for that story because you've uh, you've opened David up a bit here as well. Um, I think there's probably a few people who've done that before, so you're not alone. Uh, yeah, good story that. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Um, I'll tell one of mine. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll tell this one. So, 2013, what a time to be alive. And me and my friend, Kane, shout out Kane if you're listening. He's definitely not. Um, Different Kane. <laughs> and me and him were going to go and see Thor The Dark World. Because it had just come out in cinemas. And we were Ooh. like, yeah, we, we love these Marvel movies. We'll go and watch Thor. And we were sat up in my bedroom playing some uh, some Black Ops Two, you know, you know how you how we do, and uh, and I sh- and I shut my bedroom door, and then <laughs> it it got to time for us to leave. And my mum was going to take us, and so I go to open the door, and the door wouldn't open, <laughs> and so I'm like pulling on this door. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's happened here lads I don't, I don't know what's happened and he's like we're starting to get really like panicked because we're stuck in here not not only to miss the film but we're like stuck in there so he, he's like pulling on it as well and so it turns out that my door had just decided like yeah no i'm gonna stop working so the um the handle was like moving but the thing that goes into the wall wasn't coming in ah right so we were just stuck in there and so my mom had to call my granddad to come and dismantle the handle so we could get out. <laughs> and um, we, we, I was panicking, thinking, oh, man, we're going to miss the movie. We're going to be, come on, man. <laughs> and my granddad, like, God rest him, he's, he's not with us anymore. He was a very, not, not mentally, physically, he was a very slow man. So everything he did was with purpose. <laughs> Coming up the stairs... <laughs> I'm walking with purpose. I'm walking with purpose. (laughs) (laughs) And so he was unlike screwing this door. And then he finishes it. We're like, yay, amazing. Thank you so much, Granddad. We're going to go to the cinema. And then A Quiet Man was on TV. You know that? It's like a really old movie. And he was like, oh, I like this movie. And he sat down and was like, yeah, I want to watch this for a bit. (laughs) So we were sat there for another hour while we watched the end of this movie. God bless him. Um, we did get to see the movie. We went to another showing, and uh, that movie sucks. So yeah, that was uh, yeah. not the journey worth taking. It was. It was almost like the world, the universe was saying, "Don't go watch this movie." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's a good story. I Thank like you. that one. Thank you. Uh, do you, do you have a story, David? Would you like to tell? Us a story? Uh, so yeah, I've got I've got one from uh, my mate Owen. Um, hi Owen, you're probably not listening. Um, so yeah so I, I wrote down like because I was also there for this one I was going to make it one of my own but I thought you know what I'll include um, the gang stories as one of his 
so we all went to the cinema as usual, got in our seats and watched the ads. And um, I looked over at Kai and he looked fairly uncomfortable. So he, um, he decided to shift around in his seat. Uh, but it looks like he forgot that he had his popcorn in between his legs. And so when he moved, um, the popcorn, well, popped all over the floor. And I swear to God, like, the, one of the ads just ended in time. It was just about as the start of the movie. You know when it's, like, kind of silent for, a mi- for like, for 30 seconds yeah. or so? All you could hear was a slight... Because <laughs> <laughs> he just dropped his popcorn everywhere. He sounded so sad. <laughs> it was just so funny. It just, like, we looked over him. And he just looked down at the popcorn and just started shaking his head. And we, all you could hear throughout the entire cinema was just all of us laughing and everybody looking behind and just like, what the f*** are you doing? And then we're just looking at a guy with popcorn all over the floor and all over him. You know what he's like, seen he had- there? You know, you know the, the look in his eyes like, that cost me seven quid. It was actually as well. I'm pretty sure he said it at some point. And then he went out to get more popcorn. Oh, no. Uh, you went and got more. It's the walk of shame, like, Matt. Oh, man. I dropped yeah, my popcorn. Can I, can, I, can I get some more? He was so sad. But d- did you finish it already? No, I, I dropped it. I dropped it. <laughs> that's, a, so that's a good one. Fell. Um, <laughs> I want to... Uh, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention one here. I didn't. I forgot to men- message Tom this week. Tom Origins, but um, he's still getting roped into this one because this story involves him. Um, <laughs> twenty thirteen again. What a year! What a year for me. What movies. a year! <laughs> um, and me and Tom were going on a double date uh, to the cinema, and the girls wanted to watch The Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> And me and Tom okay, were like, this is yeah, going bad. we'll go do this, you know. And we, we thought, we were sat there like, we'll just make fun of this. We'll just laugh all the way. Because like, you know, everyone's going to be crying. And we we're like, yeah, whatever. We're like, we're yeah. like acting super masculine. We're like, yeah, we're men. Okay, we can we can handle this. Um, Cut to an hour and 30 minutes later. <laughs> me and Tom are both sobbing uncontrollable <laughs> and i'm like slapping myself like get over it get over it come on stop it stop it you're looking weak and like the girls sat in the middle of us just like blank faced like this isn't what what the hell is wrong with you me and tom absolutely bawling at this movie <laughs> and they're just like it's not that bad yeah exactly like, exactly the book was better yeah they, this is like a normal tuesday you know <laughs> what the hell um, oh. So yeah, there you go, Tom. Sorry for calling you oh, up for dude. crying in the cinema. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, to be honest, it. I'm pretty sure we've talked about us crying at the cinema constantly. <laughs> um, speaking of crying, um, are there any movies? I wrote down a couple that, like, going to the cinema to see it really affected me afterwards. Have you got any movies like um, that that you can think of that, like, you went to see and afterwards you were like, oh my god. Like, it really just hit, it knocked a core with you. Not just, like, not just, maybe maybe not just the movie itself, but, like, the experience of it. Uh, I'm, I've got some experiences like that. So, it's weird. With movies like that, usually it's just, like, whether it made me cry or not. And yeah. Like I've got a lot of films that made me cry, but I I don't go to see films in cinemas that I know are going to make me cry because I don't want to look like a bitch in front of strangers. 
So, because um, like, because like, I've got the long hair, I've got the beard, and I, I look fairly masculine. So, like the. The dude, general thing, like, dude the general this is toxic of, masculinity. Like, We're supposed to be talking yeah, about our problem, like, this man. Is, I know, but like, this is like the general conception of me is for like, oh, it's, it doesn't cry anything. It's like, Viking nah, is I, what I'm I thinking you're trying yeah, to say. <laughs> like, I, and then I'm just, I just cry everything. Like, I, 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 I watch Brooklyn Nine Nine and I cry. I watch Friends and I cry. I watch like Bob Ross and I cry. <laughs> And it's just like, uh, I just, I'm such a bitch and I don't want to look like way in front of like just a bunch of people I don't know. I don't mind crying if it's with my mates because then it's just like, maybe the others are going to cry. Very rarely do they, but still. Uh, but the one game that I did go to see that I cried in cinemas was with, um, was Endgame. Um, and obviously, like, if you haven't seen Endgame by now, what are you doing? Like, it's highest grossing film of all time. I'm not even putting a spoiler alert in here. If you're going to talk yeah, about no, I'm not like, even going to do that. So, um, yeah, exactly. It's been out for a few years already. It's like, there's already a film after it as well. Yeah. But, um, so Endgame, like, it, it's probably got one of my favourite moments for the audience reaction in the cinema as well. Um, probably in cinema history. Uh, like, I've been to see a few films and the audience participation was fantastic. But this one, I went to see it day one. Um, yeah. got in my seat dead early i went to see it was the first film i saw in imax as well nice um so i was just really excited like i was like oh my god this is gonna look incredible i was in really good seats because i got there dead early and um, the guy next to me uh sat down he got really good seats i was like ah oh, you got the middle seats nice i was like oh yeah it's brilliant and i was like why is this guy talking to me um but then he's just like so have you seen it yeah i was like no, this is the first time I've seen it. What about you? He's like, yeah, I've already watched it once today. And this was opening day, so he's already <laughs> he looked seen at you did that James anyway. Fra- He looked at you did that James Franco, and he was like, first time? <laughs> first time. Literally, exactly that. But, like, he, um, he just said, like, oh, well, he, you're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. I was like, oh, nice. Uh, so we had a tiny little conversation before the film started, because um, we got there before the ad started. Oh, yeah. And um, so we started watching it. And then I, I literally this the second it opened, it was just like, oh, you're not gonna like this. I was like, why? And then I saw Hawkeye. I was like, oh no. <laughs> so you, you had just this... like a little spoiler alert next to you. <laughs> yeah, literally, like you literally just said, oof, oof. And then I was to be like, fair, oh, like no. when when like, the uh, second you see Hawkeye, though, you know that it's gonna happen. Yeah, you that, see that Hawkeye, happened. You see he's happy with his family. It was like, oh. F- yeah, at the, at the midnight <laughs> show of that, like, first showing in the country, everyone sat there, the film opens, and it's Hawkeye, and everyone just went, oh, God. Simultaneously, yeah, exactly. everyone in the audience like, went, such scene, though. Oh, like, God. seeing, like, Jeremy Renner is a fantastic <laughs> actor in that moment. But um, yeah. that's not the moment I'm talking about. So, for the audience participation, um, obviously, I'm going to talk about Cat William Yonair. Yeah. Like, that's the... That, so, like I said, when's the screen day one? Most of the way through the film, the guy just like leans into me, and he just whispers, "Wait for it." And just they're like, "Wait, this is wait really creepy. This is really creepy." I know, right? <laughs> I know it's that weird, but like, you see, why do I feel like guy. in in in, in my, my age, in my head so. in my head this guy right now as he's saying, "Wait for it," is like taking his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah like, and, then, just, and then he whispers wait, over and does an inglorious bass is like for the cream. wait for the cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> so he, he, he leads into me. 
Wisp was waiting for it. I'm just there like, wait for what? And then I see like a slight shimmer and I hear something. I'm just like, nah, nah. And then I just hear everybody going. I just saw him smile and I smiled. And then everybody just started clapping, shouting, wooing. Someone was crying. And you just see Cap holding it. I'm just there like, oh, yes. 10 years of build up to this moment. Perfect. And it was honestly one of my favorite moments of the cinema, just seeing everybody react to Captain America wielding Mjolnir for the first time. And it's just so cute and so wholesome that even though probably not all of them are like massive Marvel comic fans in general, they're, they're still able to, you know, enjoy this moment with everybody else. And it was just such a sweet little memory. And I cherish that memory to this day. And that guy, I don't know why he whispered wait for it to me, but you know what? I did wait for the cream. <laughs> um yeah that movie is full of to this day. that movie is full of moments like that but like to be fair when Shit. i said like movies mm-hmm. that really affected me i i'm gonna go completely off completely the other direction now i uh i wrote down uh three movies that like well when i was in the cinema i was watching i was like this is really good and then i got out and i just one of them i broke down in uh but the the, the other two i was like watching yeah. it really enjoying it and then I got outside and I just wept. Uh, the first yeah. one was Moonlight from uh, yeah, 2016. You, um, tell me about that. I saw it at a, a preview screening with my mom. And um, if you haven't seen it, it deals with like a a, a black kid um, growing up with like a drug addict mom, and like it's he's just got a hard life basically. And he's and he like halfway through the film, he sort of realizes that he's gay, and he's sort of dealing with that. And I. And the movie's beautiful. The movie's absolutely stunning. And I and I got out of it. Yeah. And I was what me and my mum were walking back to the car. My mum didn't enjoy it because it wasn't because it's my mum's very uh blockbustery with movies. If it doesn't have enough explosions in, she's like, "What the hell was that? Come on." So, <laughs> so like, and I knew it wasn't going to be a cup of tea, but I saw it and like I got outside and we were oh, walking violence. to the car. And I genuinely just stopped in the middle of the street and and just started crying. And she, and she was like, "Xander, what's wrong?" It just it just, that movie affected me and like looking back now like i'm i'm openly and proudly bisexual so now yeah. you can all unsubscribe if you hate that kind of shit um, and then you can subscribe if you love that kind of shit yeah and um at the time i didn't really realize that i was struggling with that until yeah sort of this movie and you know that really kind of helped it and the second one is love simon which is a rom-com about a kid who's like in the closet at school and he starts emailing with uh, this anonymous person who's also in the closet and they sort of develop yeah. this relationship and he trying to he's trying to figure out who this person is and it's um yeah yeah same, same thing man i was watching I've, like I've this been is, wanting to watch that for a while to be honest it's it really good much. it's really really good and like i got out of it again i was walking home on my own and i think I think I called you afterwards and was like, dude. Yeah, you I, called I, me and you were just crying. And I was I, just like, you're all right. It's like, I just watched a lot of time. And I was just like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I loved it about it. And like, it was, that was 2018. And, you know, in two years, it's weird how, that's what I love about movies, man. That these things can come into your life and affect you in ways that you won't even think of. People just think, oh, movies are just dumb things to like take your mind off things and, you know you think about like iron man and avengers and fast and furious it doesn't mean anything but yeah, these well, other like, movies man, lo- that they do a lot for people there's a lot of films that do that yeah and that's what 
That's what I can't wait for, man. That's what. That's why I can't wait to go back to the cinema. So can I keep having experiences like this, where I see movies I had, um, that I wouldn't normally see, and then I see them, and it just changes me for life. I think a similar experience I had was when I went to go see um, Black Hate Klansman. Right. Uh, Spike Lee film, absolute, f- a, a masterpiece of a movie. I yeah. loved every it's second. It's my favourite movie that year. The last, like, five minutes um, is, like, a compilation of different moments throughout, like, not even necessarily history, like, in just recent memory of, like... like Charlottesville. Attacks, yeah, on, like, just black people. And it was just, like, it's such a, a nice ending to the movie. Like, the actual ending to the movie is genuinely really satisfying. Even if, like, it does, like, the case gets shut, but they get a bit of revenge on him by literally telling him that he's a black guy, been, you know, fooling him the entire time. Yeah. And I loved that. But then it's such a downer ending because, like, it just proves that even with these kind of success stories, it's it's still riddling the world. And I was just there, like, I, I was sat in my seat, like, five minutes after, and I was just there, like, that is... I, I, damn, that's that's f***ed. and I'm just I was just there, nearly in tears, and I I was just mesmerized by the fact that this yeah this still happens and it happens very regularly and it you know it, yeah I don't know why, I, um... especially in light of recent I've rewatched it somewhat recently, but with um like the recent events going on, it's just like why yeah. like why are people so shit. Why is, like, the human race so shit? Like, why can't we just accept and, you know, like each other? If you're a twat, you're a twat. If you're not, you're not. That kind of thing. Like, that's the kind of, like, thing I've been raised upon. It's like, if you're if you're not a nice person, I'm not going to like you. But if yeah. you're a nice person, no matter what kind of person you are, no matter what race you are, no matter what, like, sexuality you are, no matter what, you're a nice person. You are, you are going to be, I'm going to try and be my, your friend. Yeah. Um, on, it, it on, sucks. on the topic of Black K Klansman, we've got another story. Yep. This one is like it's it's kind of funny in hindsight, but quite serious at the time. Uh, this is from yeah. Sam, right? So we're gonna. This is an audio file. So I've I've got some people who've been on the show before to send us their stories via uh, a video, like an audio message. So um, so you can actually hear their voices. So this is from uh, Sam from episode twenty, and uh, take it away, Sam. Okay, so one time I was in the um, cinema in Boston, Massachusetts. It was in 2018, like the early summer of. So I was watching the release of the Black Klansman movie in Boston, Massachusetts. So it was released slightly earlier in the state, so I got to see it before my friends here. But I was watching the movie. Obviously, it's a movie about black rights and a black police officer that goes undercover in the KKK. Um, And there's a scene where the KKK start marching down the street with their, you know, pitchforks and crosses and, like, they're burning, like, a a scarecrow and things like that. And um, these, like, two guys at the back of the cinema with, like, Make America Great caps stood up and started cheering and clapping. I was like, going, yeah, America, America, f- yeah. And when when the, when the KKK were walking down the street, like doing a parade in the movie, and it was like, America, freedom, at the back of the screen whilst we were sat in there. And then these like four, these four African-American guys at the front of the screen, 
like stood up and started like giving them all the shit back was like i come back in buzzed a cap he was like they're all saying that they come back in with guns and stuff and start and i was just gonna they were just gonna straight up kill him and they was at the bottom and the white guys were at the back and we were just sat right in the middle and they were just hurling the abuse over each other mid-movie we, we genuinely thought there was going to be a, a full-on gun scrap in the cinema. It was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Jesus. There you go from Sam. So, um, yeah, it's it's you can look back on it and like, be like, oh, that's really funny. But like at the time, can you imagine that? That is that would be terrifying. terrifying. So, like, imagine just how horrible that would have been for him. Like, obvi- luckily, obviously, there wasn't a gun scrap. Yes. So yeah, Sam hey. is still alive. Sam is still yeah, he's, alive. He's, he's eating about still. Yeah. But um, like that is that's mad. Let's um, should we go back to some more funny stories? Uh yeah. So um, I've got another one um on. from my mate Brandon. Uh, I've I've written this down because that once again I was there for this. Uh, so basically, so from Brandon, so we all decided to go and see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, but beforehand we went to spoons like we usually do. And um, our group have like a little tradition of having Jaeger bombs whenever we go out. Um, so, but Brandon decided to order two for every single one of us. And there's like, at the time, there's like six of us in the group that we used to go out with. And um, I, I had mine because I, I like them. I don't mind Jaeger bombs. They're, they're quite nice. Yeah, they're all right. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind them. Um, but the others decided it was funnier for Brandon to have theirs. Um, and so he did. Because he didn't want to waste booze. And it was honestly a lot funnier because he drank about like 10 Jaeger bombs after already having a few pints anyway. And um, if you know Brandon, he can't really hold his pints too well. Like he can hold spirits, but not pints at all. Um, and so, like on the way to the cinema, um, he bumped into a chair in the pub, a table in the pub, and a curb. And so he nearly fell onto the road. And then we got there, saw the movie, and he was just kind of like dead throughout the film, even though he, he really enjoyed it. He still loves it to this day, but he was just... He looked like he was ready to die throughout the film. And then on the way home um, to the Manchester train station, he bumped into another curb. So nearly fell. A bin. Nearly fell into the bin. Smacked his head on a lamppost. And then finally, a glass pane window. A see-through glass pane window that you can just see the ticket station from, and he just walked right into it. <laughs> and he was looking around for a good, like, minute at least, wondering what the f*** had happened. <laughs> just so confused about, like, yeah, I feel like he felt like he was an NPC in a game, just walking into a vis- an invisible wall. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I've, I've written, to quote the Rick and Morty fandom, funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> well put well put yeah yeah Um, that's uh, that's one of my most cherished memories of the gang going out because um it was just so funny that he just randomly started walking into a like into a window like brandon has done some stupid stuff when we've gone (laughs) uh, when we've gone out for a few drinks like before now when we've gotten on our train he went down the escalator to see our two friends off even though we've never done that before because we just leave them at the escalators or at the stairs or whatever to go down to get their tram yeah, and he decides to go down to say goodbye to them because he thought that's where we went. 
when we clearly told him we're going to the train, this is the platform. And Kai looked out the window, like stepped out to see where the hell he's gone, came in and just put his hand in his head. And we're just like, what's wrong? He's like, I've just seen Brandon go down the escalators. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's He's gone down them. Are you kidding me? No. No, he's he's gone. And the train was leaving in like two minutes, so we had to call Brandon to get to the train, otherwise he was going to miss it. God and we were kind of hoping that he would miss the train just for like the extra bits of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so that when we tell it to people, it's just like, and he missed the train. But he, sadly, he didn't. Nah. And they tried to like put it like, take it off as if um like that's a thing that we always do we always like take them down we've never done that with both of them we only <laughs> ever do that with one of them um that's a good one that's a good one um as we know i'm gonna lead into i've got two here but basically the same story uh two here that um yeah you, you know, cinemas are... I think cinema, going to the cinema is one of the best experiences you can do. Like, the working class person can do. Just, you know, going going to see a new movie with, like, big stars. you In the dark. In a well, you know, well aerated room. With a load of other people. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. Um, and, you know, you go and you enjoy a movie. And then you go home. I think it's one of the best experiences for, like... You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good night out for a lot of people. But sometimes things happen at the cinema and you can't, you know, it's, it's out of your control. Like uh, like if the screen breaks. <laughs> I remember this one. So, um, the first one, it happened uh, when I was watching La La Land. The screen was askew. So, like, the, 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 the full screen is there and there's supposed to be, like, a black bar at the top, black bar at the bottom. But there was no... There was no black bar at the bottom, and half of the movie was actually uh, being shown on the floor, with the top <laughs> half of it being shown at the very bottom of the screen. <laughs> um, that didn't affect uh, my my viewing of it though, because we basically got to watch the two first uh, the first two songs. Then they stopped the movie, rewound it, and then we watched the full movie again. So it was basically yeah. just like I got to watch the best part of the movie twice. Um, uh, spoiler alert I will be talking about that movie again later on um, and the second one this is a bit more interesting uh, oh actually yeah there's a third one this happened a third time to me um, <laughs> so the second one was at the midnight show of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 um, I went okay. with my mum for a birthday I took her and we we got in there <laughs> the movie started we got about an hour into it and then the visuals just went. It's like the screen went black, but the sound was still going. And we're like, oh, <laughs> shit, okay. Someone gets, so then someone kept running out, going, getting someone, brought them back in. They saw it out. They rewound it a few minutes and they were like, right, okay, try and enjoy. Then it carried on. And then the second time, the visuals went again. And so, like, oh, no, what's happening? <laughs> and, um, but in that scene, all you could, it was the fight between Gamora and Nebula. And without visuals, it just sounds like porn. It just sounds like porn. All you can hear is ah 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 ah. ah. It's like what's happening here, boys? Can I just say your roommates are going to be very weirded out by now? (laughs) No, they've uh, they've gone to IKEA. 
they've gone to IKEA. Ah, so that's why you that's yeah. how you're able to do that noise without being knocked on the door for. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> imagine if um, you were still imagine if you were still recording this at your dad's. <laughs> Fab. <laughs> Don't even joke. Imagine it. Like you just comes in. Santa, what the f are you doing? I'm, I'm recording I'm recording the podcast. Just recording the podcast, father. <laughs> please, father. Can I have my room, please? <laughs> um, yeah, so then it broke down again, and we had to wait uh, half an hour for the movie in the other screen to finish, so then we could go into the other screen. They'd put us where we left off, and then we'd finish the film in another screen. But then me and my <laughs> mum started panicking, because the movie was meant to end about half two, and the movie yeah. didn't actually end until, like, quarter past three. Yeah. So, and the car park we were parked in shut at three o'clock. So we were like Fine. thinking, what do we do? And so we were running to the car park as the movie ended. We ra- we got there and the um, the guy who was guarding it was stood there outside. And he was like, oh, hello. It's like, hi, mate. You all right? He said, yeah, I recognize the, because my mom owned an estate agent, the like Langwiston Estates a few years yeah. ago. And she had the, the logo on a car. And so he said, I recognise the, the, the sign. Yeah, I know you. Come on. And so he kept, he kept the <laughs> gate open for us. Oh, that's awesome. What a legend. Lovely, then. What a um, legend. I like that guy. The third time this happened, I went to watch Terminator 2. Uh, they did a 4K restoration and they released it in 3D. So I was like, ah. sure, I'll go and see this. I get in there on my own, obviously. You know, riding obviously, solo. You're a full Jason rock. Derulo. And um, we got into the screen and the 3D wasn't working properly. So basically how they do 3D is it's two layers. So they've got one layer on the bottom and one layer slightly above it, and it makes it look 3D. Yeah. So when you put the glasses on, it morphs the two le- the two layers together. But it wasn't working quite correctly, so the layers were just <laughs> flickering between one <laughs> and the other. So it was kind of 3D, but it was like... And so we were all sat there. like a rave than 3D. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Terminator 2, the rave. (laughs) Judgment rave. Judgment rave. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh my god, it's like we finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. Our mental synchronization can have but one explanation. You. Oh god, what's sad. You. No. Just no. You. No. You. No. Come on, bro, please. For the for the content. I actually don't even know the song. You. <laughs> I don't know the song. Say, say and I. You. And me. F*** you, man. Right, <laughs> f*** you. <laughs> David might not be here next week. Um, <laughs> or ever again. Or ever yeah. again. He's upset me for not singing Frozen with me. Um, Why would I sing Frozen with you, though? I don't even like the first movie. Um, should we hear another audio message? Yes, we should. Um, should we hear the one from my father? Yes. Let's hear the one from my father. I love Mr. Whiston. Um <laughs> So, so uh, you guys, you guys have heard my dad before, Mister Darren Whiston. He's got a funny cinema story for us, and uh, this he one does. actually involves my mum as well. So, um, oh lovely! Take it away, Dad. I don't suppose this is a really funny story, but it certainly made me laugh. 
and uh, certain members of the um, audience who were in the theatre at the time. Uh, but it was a few years ago I took uh, your mother, actually, Xander, to see the film Gladiator starring Russell Crowe. Um, now, right at the beginning of that film, um, there is a scene where all the troops are lining up, ready to fight the Germanic barbarians. And uh, it shows a dog. There's a dog there, as there often was with, um, with armies at, at the time. Um, and your mother commented on the dogs. It was a cute dog. It was an Alsatian. Uh, and she always liked, uh, liked dogs. Um, and then, as the, war, as the battle is about to start, uh, Russell Crowe turns to one of his, uh, his generals and says, On my command, unleash hell. And your mother turned to me and said, Is that the dog? He said, not terribly funny, uh, but it certainly created a few sniggers uh, around uh, the people around us, and uh, it gave me something to take the mick out of her for years after that. So, you know, worked out well for me. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> Unleash hell. Is that the dog? Is that the dog? Is ah, that... yes. The dog, hell. <laughs> but I've seen the movie. Dog, I've seen hell. the movie, and I... I understand where she's coming from. He says, unleash hell, and the dog runs away. So, like... <laughs> like, what? Yeah, but why would you think that the dog is hell? Because the dog runs away like, when Obviously, he's... the army is going to be the hell. <laughs> um, thank you for that one, Dad, and I love you, Mom. Um, <laughs> God bless her. Um... No wonder you're her bloody son. Like, you're the same person <laughs> with that kind of thing. You'd ask the exact oh, same thing to me. You genuinely would. Is that the dog? Um, do you want to hear a story about how much I love movies? Uh, no. So, I really like movies. <laughs> I love them so much that sometimes I decide to walk to the cinema and walk a bit of a distance. So, I'm going to take you back to December. Uh, me and Will, uh, my old flatmate, who we will hear from in a, in a little bit. You know what? We'll do his next. We'll do his next. So we'll hear from Will very shortly. Um, yeah. But me and Will were very excited about um, a Korean movie called Parasite. Most of you will know this movie now as the shock best picture winner at the Oscars this year. Uh, but at this yeah. point, it just had a lot of buzz. So me and Will really wanted to see it. Unfortunately, it wasn't getting released here until February. And there was... Um, we were trying to find any way to find it. And um, okay. Odeon do these screen on scenes where you can go and see a movie completely. You'll have no idea what it is. And you go, you pay a fiver and you watch some new release. It's going to be like a smaller indie movie or like a, an Oscar movie. And um, this one, yeah. it said on it, um, it's subtitled. So I'm th- alarm bells are going off thinking... This has to be Parasite because Parasite's being pushed for all these Oscars, so maybe yeah. it's going to be this. So I tell Will and say, "Listen, we've got to go and see this. This is our opportunity to see this this year." And so um, I checked to see whether the cinema was the Odeon, and uh, there was one in Leeds. Unfortunately, it was six point six miles away. This was December. Our student loan had run out. We had we didn't have a job. So we had no money between us. So we're like, we can't get a, we can't get an Uber there because that's too much money. We don't know what buses go there, and we don't have enough money for a bus ticket. So we figured we'd walk it. It can't be that far. And um, we we walk about three miles, 
And then we start realising this is actually quite a long way. And it's at this point that we start to think, maybe it's not going to be Parasite. <laughs> Just that little thought in my head was like, yeah, but what if it's not this movie? And I was like, <laughs> It took us two and a half hours to get there. Walk in. So we get there, we get in, we get in the cinema. And as we get, as we get into the cinema as well, um, it, when we were booking the tickets, the it's a it's a deluxe Odeon, so like the seats yeah. are bigger, and it looks like on the website, the like the seats are all double seats, so you like sit and snuggle with someone on the seats. And I was like, are we about to be sat on like a couch here? Is that is that what's going to happen? So I'm, so we get in, and I asked the. Uh, woman take, tearing the tickets. I say, um, listen, when I bought the tickets, um, the seats look quite big. Are they like double seats? Are these like meant for snuggling or something? And she said, <laughs> uh, no, like they're individual seats, but you can lift the armrest in between two of them. So you can do that if you like. And so she looks at me and Will thinking we're like on a date. And I look yeah. at Will and he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And I grab his hand and said, oh, we might be doing some of that. And then we walk into the <laughs> because I'm a bastard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've done the same kind of thing in oh, yeah. Burrito before. Definitely, definitely. But I, I just play along with it. I don't even give a shit at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like it's been a running joke that we're a married couple for ever since I met you. Yeah, it has. Um so we, we get into the cinema, the movie starts, and it is Parasite. Amazing. Hey. Amazing. We sit and watch it. <laughs> Movie's like just over two hours. So we realised it took us longer to walk there than it was to watch the movie. And so, like, Can we, we just thought say, this was the hilarious. average walking speed for a for a human is like three to four miles an hour, and it took you two and a half by, uh, like hours to walk six miles. Yeah, I'm fat. Yeah, leave it me should alone. have been taking you about an hour and a half, maybe. I'm fat. Leave me alone. So. <laughs> Then we've got, so am I. I can still walk that distance. We, we get out of the movie and we're like, wow, that was so good. Absolutely loved that. Now we've got to walk home. <laughs> it took us longer to walk home. It was so... Did you forget the way? Sorry? Did you forget the way? No. Oh, we were on like... Maps. No. Our legs were dead. We couldn't walk. You've been sitting down for two hours. You were fine. No, because if you walk, if you do a lot of exercise, I then walk. I remember you telling me like the uh, the twelve out, the twelve miles, and I googled like how many steps that is, and it was about fourteen thousand steps. And I realised I do that pretty much every day in work. All right, f- off. All right, <laughs> come on. So I like like my average like the step count for a day is probably about thirteen to fourteen thousand steps. <laughs> so I like we we were walking back. And, like, it was so rough. It was such a rough walk back. We get... Because, like, if you do loads of exercise and then you stop completely, then your legs just, like, seize up. So then being sat down for two yeah. hours and then going back to walking... Yeah, they, I, I can agree with that, like... Yeah, so we, yeah, we, we finally get back home and I genuinely couldn't walk the next day. But we saw the movie, so it was worth it in the end. What would you have done if it wasn't Parasite, though? Like, imagine if you got there and it was some really shit film. I told him. I told him like, if it's it not. The, uh, I told him if it's not Parasite, I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> like, imagine though, like if it was that bloody. Um, I think it was the Russian Avengers that was ar- out around that time. Oh I yeah, yeah. What it was called. Imagine if it was that instead. 
<laughs> Bro, that'd be insane. That'd be I would have loved to I would have preferred to see that over Parasite if mid honest, because that <laughs> would have been so funny. Like imagine if it was a Parasite over it was the Russian Avengers. I would have much preferred to see that because I've been very interested in that film for a while because it looks so dumb. <laughs> um, like I'm pretty sure the Hulk is Wolfman. Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so now we've got a, a, a clip from, from Will. From Will. Yeah. I really hope it's not the same story. Um, because this really clip... funny if it is. He sent me this clip. It is seven minutes long. That I, one, man. I haven't that listened one. to this yet. It, it could be talking some heinous shit <laughs> that we've just got to sit and... We've just got to sit through right now. Um, so okay. this might not actually end up being seven minutes because I might have to edit half of this out knowing Will. Um... <laughs> God bless him. Thank you, Will, for sending this in. Um, let's um, let let's hear it. All right, Zana. So um, you asked for a cinema story, and I think I've got a decent one. Uh, but this story basically takes place uh, over the course of a few years uh, and several cinema trips. It's not the most action-packed story, but it's pretty interesting. So basically, it all started uh, when me, my brother, and my dad. Uh, went to see Dawn of the Planet of the Apes in 2014. Uh, now, bear in mind, this is when 3D was still commonplace in cinemas. So the only tickets available were in 3D. Now, this is where everything starts to go wrong. So the movie starts, and about 10 minutes in, I notice a relatively big corner of the screen doesn't look right. So like it wasn't working with the 3D glasses, and um, there was some pretty strong uh, chromatic aberration. So... Basically, all the colors were bleeding into each other. Uh, so I asked my brother if he saw the same thing, and he did as well. And he was basically tapping me on the shoulder as well. Um, so after the film, uh, you know, we were a bit pissed uh, because it was just really distracting from the film. And it ruined all those, you know, all those beautiful ape visuals that we all know and love. Um, thing is, right, I let it go. You know, I still uh, was pissed off, obviously, but I didn't really care too much. My brother, on the other hand, did care and uh, went and found the shift manager. I know he, he's not normally a manager guy, but I don't know, this was extraneous circumstances or whatever. So he found the shift manager um, of the cinema. Uh, this was uh, an Odeon, uh, by the way. So um, I don't know, just context. Uh, so, yeah, he told her the situation with the screen and um, she was, you know, extremely apologetic Uh all, you know, all the corporate apology jargon. Uh, and then she gave us three free tickets to see whatever film we wanted. These tickets had a year expiry date. Um, so I set a reminder on my phone because I was worried we'd forget that like, we even had free tickets. So I set a reminder, right, uh, for 11 months, just in case we forgot to use them. Which, of course, is very unlikely, but I did anyways. Fast forward 11 months, and we forgot to use them. So <laughs> I get the reminder on my phone, we look at what films are out, and uh, we uh, basically decide to go see the new Mission Impossible uh, Rogue Nation uh, on chance as well. The day and time that we uh, got the tickets ends up being the same screen that we had for Planet of the Apes. Oh, so, you know, I tell, I tell my brother before we go in, I'm like, you know, God, you know, imagine if we had the same screen problems and you know we laughed it <laughs> off you know how ignorant we were 
we walk in during the trailers and the sec the second we see the screen we see the exact same problem as we did 11 months ago thing is though this screen wasn't in in 3d so you know we still had the chromatic aberration or whatever um it wasn't as bad but like man it was it was still bad basically none of us uh could have been asked to leave so you know we watched it um it's a good film as well you should watch it i think tom cruise basically held back uh my insanity but um just before we leave the cinema uh me and my bro because i was pissed off this time uh we both go and uh find a staff member you know just some poor guy and um uh, we tell him you know it was it's something wrong with the screen it, it was broken a year ago as well um he's super apologetic <laughs> and he says you know he'll try to get this sorted out um and again uh he gives us three free tickets Okay, so, right, this is where things get a bit because uh, this is a part of the story where history repeats itself because we get home and for 11 months, I swear to God, I, 11 months, we completely forget that we have these tickets. Uh, my second reminder, because I set a second reminder because I, I, you know, I thought it would happen again. It did. Uh, 11 months go by and um, we go see another film. Uh, this time we watched uh, the new Jason Bourne and... Uh, Okay, right. You're not gonna f-ing believe this. Like, I like I wouldn't either because you know it's too much coincidence. But um, we get there, and it's the same screen, dude. I, <laughs> it's not even. Thing is, it wasn't even like um, the main screen. It was just a screen. I don't understand. <laughs> so whatever we, you know, we don't um we don't yet know if it's if it's broken because you know we haven't walked in. Um, but the fear, you know, the fear starts to settle in as we walk down the corridor of the cinema. Um, you know, past all the uh, other proper, properly working screens, you know, we all take a deep breath. We do some squats, some aerobics. We slap each other in the face ten times. You know, we walk in to no one's shock, but to everyone's horror, um, we see the broken screen yet again. This time we didn't sit down. So we just went straight back to the lobby and uh, asked basically just what the. F- was going on um you know like why aren't they getting the screen fixed and uh okay right the guy that we were talking to told us and I, you know this is verbatim right i swear to god just take my word for it i swear to god he said basically the screen never gets fixed because the cost of fixing the screen basically far outweighed the cost of the free tickets that they would give out to um the customers what? that complain absolutely mad i couldn't even believe it i was like wait so they they got a strat going on where they did save money they will not fix the screen and just pay the the cost of the free tickets that's ridiculous i couldn't even believe it you know i thought to myself um you know holy shit this opens up a whole can of worms for you know conspiracy theories around company practices because like the very fact that Odeon wouldn't fix the very thing that they sell to us was just <laughs> insane to me. And hey, you know, this isn't a this isn't a hit piece on Odeon because I'm sure <laughs> this was just one particular uh, branch. But uh, yeah, no, this was a uh, this was messed up. And also, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disclose the location because you know I don't want to dox the <laughs> the place. They might have got a fix. You know, it's been four years. Anyways, you know that's it. Yeah. <laughs> It's just the it's just the weird story. It's not really a like I said, it wasn't action packed, but you know. Um just weirded me out a little bit. Uh but anyways, thanks, Xander, for the opportunity to 
talk shit for about six minutes. So uh, um, I just hope none of your viewers fell asleep during that story. <laughs> what a guy. Oh my god, that is that is actually mad. He's like the fact that <laughs> the fact that he went to the same screen three, three times. Three times. Well like three I mean, times. But... Like they must re- recognize them at that point that they've given them free yeah. t- like three years worth of free screenings. Big but, and before, just before... say, right, go into this one, you'll have to wait another half hour because it's still f- but like, like big I shout- would have done that myself. Big shout out to Will. That was a cracking story. Um and that was amazing. Thank like, you, Will. I, I love yeah. that. I will I will leave his YouTube channel links down in the description so you can check him out. He does some animation stuff that he's actually it it's it annoys me how funny I find it. Um, oh, I, I love animation stuff. I'm gonna immediately subscribe to it because I love anything. I don't know why, but even if it's like really shitty animation, I still enjoy it. But like, like this is a this seems to be a running theme. Like break the cinema just breaking because like we there's yeah. a cinema in there's the, the cinema in Rochdale is is an Odeon. And yeah. there's one screen in there where the audio is just f***ed. See, there's that. And then there's also the fact that I got sent to the wrong screening in the first place. Yes. Do we secretly hate cinemas? Do we secretly hate cinemas? What is going... No, nah, it's Odeon secretly hates us. <laughs> like, what the f***, man? Um, like, Odeon just keep on f***ing it up and just like, ah, oh, right, now just go see it again. Or ah, here's free tickets or something like that. It's just like, what the what what's going on, man? Just tell us the screenings, or you know, like don't make me watch the movie. One or the other, refund me and then let me watch the movie again. Um, let's talk about some more good experiences then. Um, okay, um, I've got I've got one. Go on. Um, so, I, like, like we discussed last week and the week before, me and you went to see um, Deadpool two together. We did. Uh, and I wrote, you could say that solidified, like, solidified our friendship. I don't know. To be honest, I just think he fancies me. Um, but anyway, this mo- the movie is so good, as you know. But there was two moments that I loved for um, both because of like the great, both because they're great and also because of the audience participation. So um, obviously, the X Force scene, like I said last week, is one of them. Um, that had Xander literally nearly throwing up laughing. The audience loved it too. Um, I don't think nearly as many of them um, were nearly throwing up laughing. Um, no, you know, probably not. That, I'm just like, weird. That's just you. You're just weird. Uh, but the other one is obviously um, like an end credit scene. And it, you're like, you know the one. It's Deadpool kills Deadpool from Origins. Um, but people didn't laugh at that one. And that's what's really surprising because it's a hilarious scene. But instead of laughing, everybody was clapping, Everyone including myself, Xander, and and Dahlia. All three of us were just clapping. We were just in an uproar of "thank you for doing this" because this fixes. Well, it kind of fucks the timeline, but I don't think any of us care because we now get rid of Cyclops, Deadpool, Soldier's mouth shut, Cannon, and. Like they, it was basically just they were congratulating the movie for getting rid of this piece of shit of the canon, and good riddance because it's so shit. Like, why would you do that to the merc with a mouth and take away his mouth? Like, obviously, there's some you know, like there's some like ho- like funny irony in that, but at the same time, you can't do that to Deadpool. We can't we can't keep moaning about X Men Origins. This this podcast cannot become this. It's becoming a theme. Um, but, um, like honestly, that was such a brilliant moment. The me. the weird the weird thing for me in that screening was when he does the um, flash dance thing. 
You know where he's on the chair and the bullets rain yeah. down on him. That was so it's good. It's the fact that like everyone cheered and applauded at that scene. I was like, what? Exactly. Okay. Like, it's so it's good though because like we was we went to the first screening in the in the cinema for, on the opening day. Yeah. It wasn't like there wasn't a midnight screen. There was only a six p.m. screen. Yeah, it was a six p.m. We, 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 like, we left college early so that we could go to see it. Yeah. And uh, there was also that same person there um, that I mentioned earlier. So, um, hi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi. I, I, yeah, hi. I, um, I avoided you at Venom. <laughs> uh but yeah like it like honestly even with that like that was such a fun moment for us because we just we like not only did the audience love it we loved it but everybody in the audience seemed to you know like love everything in the same way you could tell that it was really big deadpool fans um not no not only of just the deadpool movie but also x-men in general and um referencing and just like popular culture so i i can understand why everybody was clapping at that scene because that scene is great that scene is fantastic yeah, i love it it is but um my my other one um that i'm gonna say i've got one more after this and then that's all my story's done so um if you want i might just blast through my free um e- no i no. want to talk about another good experience just like a, a, like audience experience anyway. Yeah, these all, my next two are both audience experiences. All right, yeah, okay, then yeah, go for it. Go yeah. for it. Go for it. So um I've like so I've made my views on Midsummer um very very clearer on this podcast. I'm not a fan. Um I You're think wrong, it's just a very sure. very you know pretentious wicker man. Um, wicker man's pretentious. Yeah, but wicker man's pretentious in like the in the classic pretentious way, not in the Look at me! I'm basically the Wicker Man, but with a different cast. Way. All right, whatever. Talk about right. it. Talk about it. But anyway, it. so <laughs> but when I went to see it, there was a uh, one memory I will never forget, and that is the stupid, ridiculous psychedelic sex scene. Um, the audience couldn't stop laughing. Uh, like we were all just pacing ourselves, laughing. Like this is a horror movie, and it's it's an okay horror movie. Like I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. It's beautiful, and it's a decent horror movie. But it's got probably one of the funniest and most stupid sex scenes I've ever seen in my life. And apparently it was that for everybody else as well. But, like, honestly, it is such a funny moment, but what makes me really, really uncomfortable is the fact that there is a big chance that somebody enjoyed that, that scene a little too much. Uh, there, there is 100% that option, that yeah, even in that screening alone, that somebody was jacking it. God, um, why? <laughs> why? Like, you, you've got, like, that kind of thing. Just rolls through your head. No, it doesn't! Because I'm a normal fucking human being. No, because that's what people are like nowadays. A normal fucking human being to anybody wouldn't do that. But a non-normal fucking human being would 100% enjoy that scene way too much. I mean, there was was a guy that was arrested for wanking off in the Emoji movie. Exactly! Like, it's emojis. How is that sexy? I don't know, man. The circles. They're just round in the right places. (laughs) You know? Oh, God. <laughs> and that I feel turd, like bro. Right oh, yes. I feel like getting this call right. You've got... You are into scat porn, aren't you? What scat porn? <laughs> what do you mean scat porn? That's regular porn, isn't it? I honestly don't know what you mean. <laughs> you don't know what scat porn... Scat porn is basically people who are into feces, Xander. And that is you. 
you enjoy two girls, one cup a little. Thanks for listening to the Fumian podcast. Um, we're gonna <laughs> gonna get going now. Yeah, obviously, somebody enjoyed that a bit too much. And then I've got another um, another horror movie, um, Brightburn. What a piece of shit movie! I like it. I dig it. <laughs> no, I it's like it was a shit. it's like a it's pushing on a seven out of ten. But I still enjoy it's, it. Nah, I I gave it a five. It's an enjoyable movie to see how bad it is and how stupid it is. It's a good concept, like taking superheroes and making them evil. But the boys does it so much better, and it mixes the comedy perfectly because that's a funny aspect. But um, like I'm not going to talk about how shit the movie is. Um, I went saw it, see it in cinemas with mates, even though none of us really wants to watch it. Um, only one person did. You know who you are. Um, hi, Matt. Um, and it was trash. It was awful. But anyway, the moment I'm in question is actually the credits. Um, the rest oh, of God. the movie was pretty boring. But the credits was really funny to me because for some reason, at the height of the meme, they decided to have Bad Guy by Billie Eilish play for the end credits. And so, like, it's obviously, like, a superhero movie, but the superhero is the bad guy, so it kind of fits well with the lyrics, but it's such an out-of-place song for that movie because it has such dark tones and such dark scenes and, like, really weird moments. That And then you just hear, I'm the bad guy. Duh. And then <laughs> it's just... <laughs> what a bell to that is, by the way. <laughs> Anyway, that's we are number one, but still, that's a better song. But um, it's the fact that everybody was laughing out loud, like so hard. It was unimaginable just because it's the worst song to use in that genre. It's like SpongeBob and death metal. It's just not a good combination. Like imagine SpongeBob just starts screaming out of nowhere, but not like screaming like he usually does, where he's like a victory screech, just actually like death metal screamer. Like Rock and I don't want to SpongeBob, imagine obviously. That. Like Rock and SpongeBob mixes well, as we've seen with Goofy Do- Goofy Goober. Because that's a good song. That is like, a good let, song. Let's, let's be honest. Like I'm a Goofy Goober is probably the greatest song of all time. It was on Film 4 last week and I watched the whole thing. Yeah, exactly, because it's a great <laughs> song. It's a great movie, man. But like it just doesn't fit well. Why would you use Billie Eilish and like the biggest meme at the moment, like at that time, for your end credit song? Like, even I made two memes of it. You I made did. a South Park one, and it was great. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's my, <laughs> my story. So, like, my stories are Deadpool, Endgame, Midsommar, Brightburn, and um, the other one that I said before that I already can't remember because I've got a shit memory. For me, a really great audience experience was um, seeing the first Avengers film. Back in 2012. Because, like... Didn't see that in cinema, sadly. We, we went with the whole family. And we went to the big cine world in Ashton. Uh, shout out James. I know he loves it, girl. Um, And when we got there, it was packed. It was I've never seen a cinema so packed in my life. I went, we got in, and we had to queue up outside the screen. Because, um... And they got, like, ropes out. You know, like, they have at the bank... When they're trying to, like, make people, like, queue up properly. They had those out. And it's like, wow, this is... Man, it's just just a movie, you know? And we got in there, and it turned out they'd overbooked it. Oh, God. So, like, everyone was in. It was absolutely rammed. We we barely got seats together. 
And um, yeah. there were the I remember these like the three or four guys were like saying, "Oh, let me just please, I'll just sit on the steps. I'll do anything. Please, just let me sit on the steps." They're like, "No, we can't. It's a fire hazard. You just have to wait for the next screen." And they were yeah. like begging to be let in. And I've never, to this day, I've not seen a cinema that full. Yeah. Um, like obviously, like during when when we went to see Endgame, like the the cinemas were rammed for like weeks. Everyone what everyone wanted to be there first weekend. Yeah, and like the the cinema there, like people were queuing out the door. It was grim, but yeah. with this, it was. I think it was different because, you know, at this point, I didn't think Marvel Marvel weren't even that big a thing. They'd had five movies, and like they were all like either well, Iron Man was fantastic, but the rest were like middling to bad. Yeah, so like I didn't think anything of this, and then when the Avengers came out, I was obviously really excited, and it turned out the rest of the world was excited as well, and it became like I think that's because like it's well, it's the big, it was the very first huge superhero movie. Yeah, like because like, at that point, everybody basically knew like Justice League because Batman has been being adapted for God knows how many years, and people have been excited for Avengers since um, X Men had their team up and. Like Spider Man was out, yeah. So I think like, that's why it's like people started to. I think a lot of those films brought in a lot more fans to Marvel comics because people enjoyed them and thought, "Fuck it, I'm gonna read more Marvel." And then they read the Avengers, and then obviously thought, "This is awesome! I, I can't wait for a team up." And then an actual movie came. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And I think everybody just started telling their mates, "Oh my god, this movie looks awesome!" Because the trailers were great. The trailers Avengers, were great. So. Yeah, it's I um, think, like, yeah. So seeing a mix of bringing everybody in to you know being nerds and like really good marketing just yeah. helped that movie a lot yeah seeing that first avengers man that is a yeah that was a that was a really great one um should we hear from um mr james o'malley uh yeah sure okay uh friend of the show uh the big man james o'malley he will be back on tameside radio's breakfast show very soon so uh make sure you're listening to tameside radio uh, I will leave a link to Tainside Radio in the description as well. I'll, I'll leave links to everyone. Uh, Sam's Instagram, uh, Thingy's, uh, Will's YouTube, James's Radio, Jordan's uh, podcast as well. Um, yeah. So, right, let's uh, let's hear from Mr. James O'Malley. So, I'm a Cineworld Unlimited member, and this one time, they uh, it was my first ever secret screening, so they do these uh, secret screenings like once every couple of months. And it was the first one I ever went to, I and I was super nervous. I was like, am I going to waste a load of time here? What's going on? Anyway, so I I get in. Everyone's still like, oh, I wonder what it's going to be. I wonder what it's going to be. And uh, and anyway, cut to, um, you know, the, the title card coming on. What does it say? The Incredibles 2. So I saw that, like, two months early. Now everyone God. went nuts. But uh, I, I think Xander went um e- even more mental he uh, he messaged me after the film came out and he ended up saying something along the lines of um i know what you've just seen I, I, i'm telling you here now boy you would better not spoil anything about this film if you do i will personally end you but i hope you liked it <laughs> dickhead <laughs> Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> I I actually I actually wrote. Um, I'm am t- telling you right. right I know because because <laughs> he said I'm going to the secret screening tonight, and yeah. I'm on the all these Facebook groups about like movie talk and loads of them are British. 
So they said, yeah. so I remember them saying like, oh my God, there's a, um, the Cineworld unlimited movie tonight. I'm, I've just got in, it's Incredibles 2. Oh my God, we're seeing it a month early. And so I knew that he was going to see it. So I sent him this text and said, right, I know what you, you've just seen, Incredibles 2. I'm telling you this right now, buddy boy. One word of what this movie is like or any spoilers, I will personally end you. Not even kidding. But I hope I hope it's good and I hope you like it with a love heart kissing emoji. And then put dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a... Yeah, it recently came up on my Facebook memories. It was two years ago. <laughs> Top. That is great. That's yeah. That's a belting story. Um, then I've I've got. I actually um, I remember you. Um, I went to go and see that with you, and um, I like I loved it. And then you, when you were on your way home, I remember you um, texting me, just saying, "I'm gonna go and watch it again." Yeah, I've and got then that, that here. same day. You also watched it with Carl. I. I, uh, so you watched it three times. In I saw one it. Day. No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't see it with you in the same day. I saw it with you like a week later, didn't I? So I, I went to see Incredibles two with Carl, and then on the way home, I was like, "Man, I really loved that movie. I want to see it again." So I just watched it on the way home again, in the cinema. And Brilliant. it was that's the only time I've ever done that, seeing a movie twice in one day. Looking back, the movie doesn't hold up. It's still a damn good movie. But it's not as good as the um, as the first one at all. Like I, I know a lot of people love Jack Jack in that film, but I know like I think it's more because the movie just doesn't like it wasn't as risky as the first one. Like the first one was a very new kind of thing, like superhero animated. Like that wasn't a very big thing, and it was a Pixar yeah. movie as well, which was a bit weird. And it was brand new. It was like a new thing, so it wasn't like based on comics or anything. So it was just. A superhero movie with brand new superheroes and it was absolutely incredible i grew up watching that film so much like that when it comes to pixar i grew up watching that toy story one and two and uh monsters inc um it got to the point where my first cat um who died several years ago um i actually named her boo because <sighs> i loved monsters inc so much Bless as a kid you. also because i was so young one of the only words I could probably like properly say was also boo because I watched the film literally every single day and probably multiple times a day. <laughs> and so um I my mum asked me, What do you want to name it? And I just immediately said boo because it was the only word I could say. And then for years like later she was still called Boo. Oh, that's cute. We've got some we've got some nerdy um, cat names now as well. We've got um Luke, Luke and Chewy. Chewy. And Tesco. And then we've also got a cat called Tesco, yeah. <laughs> Uh, th- that's a story for another day, though. Tesco, like she's a she's a special cat. Um, what was the first movie you ever saw at the cinema? Uh, see, I I've got a shit memory, so um, I don't really. The first movie I remember seeing was um, Night at the Museum. Wow. Okay. And um, I'll tell you what, that movie is an absolute banger. I love Night at the Museum so much. <laughs> It is a fantastic film. I know that it's not got good ratings at all, but you know what? I was I was six years old, and like I I just wanted to go and see Ice Age. I think it might have been Ice Age Two. The Melbourne. Um Yeah, it was either Ice Age or Ice Age Two. Um, it will have yeah, been it was Ice Age Two that came out because it was in um, two thousand six, and I loved the first one. And I was like, I want no, I want to see Ice Age. I don't want to see this museum shit. 
because um, you know as a kid you don't really give a shit about museums but you know what I, I i still i still watched it because my family went to see it and i loved i loved it yeah at the time i didn't because i was you know ignorant stupid little kitty wink and i was just like no i want to see ice age too um <laughs> so, i want yeah, like... i want to see what happens to manny the, the mammoth <laughs> i want to see what happens to sit the cloth <laughs> and, and and the and the squirrel scrap yeah scrap but he didn't have a name like because they never you know named him until like i think the second one but as a kid you're not going to remember that the squirrel's name is scrap <laughs> but um, um yeah so um first one i remember seeing is not the museum i might have seen another one before and i might have seen like harry potter when i was like a baby oh right but, um, yeah. i don't think like obviously i don't remember that i barely remember what i had for tea yesterday let's be honest <laughs> Um, my first, the first movie I genuinely remember seeing at the cinema, remember like sitting and watching it, was Valiant, the animated movie. Valiant, yeah, about war pigeons. Hold on, I'm googling it. See Valiant, I just googled. Nice, Valiant. (laughs) Wow, that looks bad just from the poster. Wow, man. Um, that's a a fun memory. (laughs) But I swear, I swear to God, I remember my dad taking me and my brothers. I don't remember being sat in the cinema watching it. I remember (laughs) distinctly my dad taking me, him, me and my brothers to watch Spider-Man 2 in 2004. And then coming home dropping us off at home, picking up my mum, and taking her to see it the same day. <laughs> genuinely remember that. I genuinely remember thinking, like, he's going to see it again. Because, like, you know, it's the best Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I think the only one that might have been my first, other than uh, maybe, like, what I said before, it could have been a Magic Roundabout. Oh, what a movie! That was, you know what? The Magic Roundabout is, is so underrated because not only is it like genuinely a good movie, the, the theory behind it is so interesting. Mm. Like the if you don't know what the theory is, the theory is basically um, that every single character is on a different drug and it's all one weird drug trip. Yeah, and um, I love that film so much. I I I, I remember that distinctly so much. It's so damn good. It's probably not that as good now at all. Yeah, but you know what? When you're a kid, anything is good. Like when you when you're five five years old, you're 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 gonna love it. Um, I'm gonna tell a story about one of our friends now. Um, Ooh, I, I messaged Alex this week and saying like, yeah. "Have you got any stories?" And he's like, "I can't honestly can't think of any." And he's been thinking of them all week. And I texted him before we started recording. And he said, uh, "No, I can't think of any." And I said to him, "I know one." And he said, "Oh, what is it?" And uh, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys it now. And he remembers it. And he's like, "Oh my god, I forgot about this." So this <laughs> happened just last year in October. Me and him um, went to watch Joker together in yeah. the cinema, like the opening weekend. We were so excited for it, and um, we sat down watching it. And, you know, it's it's a re- it, I really like the the movie. Will yeah. has some mixed feelings on it. I know you like it, um, but Alex was loving it. Yeah. And uh, it gets to the scene on the talk show when he's talking to Robert De Niro. And he's uh, 
And he's like, you know, everyone just yells at each other. No one's civil anymore. And like, we're really into it, like on the edge of our seats. And he has yeah. that moment where he's like, oh, you know, you get what you f-ing deserve. And he yeah. shoots Robert De Niro. And at the time, there was this whole thing around the world, like, Joker's going to cause violence. Joker's going to yeah. cause a lot of problems. It's going to cause riots in the street and shit like this. And there were there were stories of people, like, being in the cinema and, like, laughing abhorrently during the, like, really dark scenes. And, like, yeah. pe- like people being worried they're going to shoot them or something. Um, and so we're sat in the cinema. And... Um, and he shoots him. He shoots him in the head and the blood splatter goes everywhere. And everyone in the audience is like, <gasps> the the people in the audience on the TV, are, on, the, on the screen are crying and screaming. Alex burst out laughing. <laughs> Fully went, yeah, what you f- deserve. <laughs> like, Jesus. it was a shocked laugh and I was like, bro, what the f*** are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like on the edge. Thankfully, I was on like the uh, the row <laughs> near the stairs. So I was just like, I'm ready to bolt if you whip out like an AK now. <laughs> you whip out an MP5, I'm leaving, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Alex did not shoot up the cinema. Alex is a good man. He, he did not get his um, his UAV. <laughs> UAV inbound. <laughs> Mission fail. We'll get him next time. Get him next time. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks, Alex, for that wonderful story that I had to remember. <laughs> but I will still shout Alex out. I'll uh, put he, the link to Flat Moon, his band, in the description. This description is going to be very full. Yes. Um, yes. Do you want to tell the story about Mandy? Uh, you tell it because you, you were there for more of it because I had a bad stomach. Okay, you were elsewhere. You were elsewhere I, in I your was, head. I was elsewhere to say the least. AKA, I was on the toilet. <laughs> so, um, a couple of years ago, 2018, um, there was this big scare fest on at the Home Cinema in Manchester, which is a fantastic cinema. When the cinemas reopen, you guys should, uh, if you're in Manchester, you should definitely go there to watch movies because it's, it's a fantastic is place. incredible. It really is. Um, and they show, like, much smaller movies as well. Great stuff. Yeah. It's where I saw, I uh, they showed Roma there. You know, the Netflix yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. And I... I didn't want to watch it at home because I knew I wouldn't be able to concentrate. So I went to the cinema to watch it. So I had no distractions. And oh Fair my, enough. that movie's fucking beautiful. Great. Um, yeah, so I, we went there to watch uh, the Nicolas Cage movie, Mandy. They were showing it yeah. uh, early and uh, it was like a half 10 show. So it was like middle of the night. Great. And it turned out the audience was packed. Absolutely yeah. packed out. And we get in there with the movie starts and there's these two guys talking behind us, like, making fun. And the rest of us are, like, there to have fun, but not there for, like, you know, Mystery Science Theatre. Yeah. So, the so like, this, like, it gets to the point in the movie when um, Nicolas Cage is having a breakdown in the bathroom, and he's, like, drinking this vodka, and he's laughing to himself and just screaming, because he, he's losing it, because of, yeah. uh, of what's just happened. And so then these guys start laughing and, like, shouting out and stuff like that and yeah you know every, people start saying oh shut up man shut up come on and these guys start like squaring up to people and shit 
Because I'm it, pretty sure I, I actually remember at some point I just started shouting, "Shut the f up!" We're trying yeah. to watch the film. Because yeah. I was getting sick of this at this point. Like I was getting so annoyed because I was genuinely really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, it was same. such a brilliant experience, but these guys were ruining it. Yeah. So then we they got they got um this guy went outside to get the uh, get someone to come in and sort him out, and he came in and tried to sort him out, and he was and then the and then they were like, "Yeah, all right, all right." And did did they get kicked out? Uh, after so basically what happened um, if you don't remember correctly the um, first time they were told oh, shut up yeah and then they, they shut up because you know you're not going to wear some random person who's just working for minimum wage at the home cinema um, so they like started um, they shut up for a minute five minutes later they continued again the same guy went out immediately this time instead of waiting for a minute he just went out immediately it was like lads are doing it again they came in and they threw him out, and then everybody just started clapping. Yes, from they what did. I remember, everybody was like really happy. It was like, "Hey!" Just clapping for the guy, and he was like, "Right, enjoy the film." And then um, we continued watching the movie, and the rest of the movie was just phenomenal. Yeah, it was. That's. But, such um, a... I, th- I thought you were going to tell like the op- like the start of the moment um, on the start of the movie, like oh yeah, the film yeah, started. So the, quick um, to tell that. Yeah, the guy. Um, or did you want to tell it, or do you want me to? Well, that's what I thought you were going to do. That's why I said I was elsewhere. Oh, right. Um, right. I, okay. I was yeah. elsewhere throughout the rest of the movie. I, I stayed in my seat. No matter how much my stomach was hurting, I had to see this film. <laughs> so um, I, so we were sat there and uh, this guy comes out to introduce the film and says, like, this is Mandy starring Nicolas Cage. Um, and said, like, you know, we, we figured we'd put you in the biggest screen, on like, in the biggest seating area and the, on for the biggest screen for this movie because we've seen it and it's f***ing mental. <laughs> and uh, and said, and also, uh, we've turned up the audio all the way to eleven, so you guys are going to get a great experience here. Enjoy the movie, and it's like that is the way to introduce a f- movie. See, you know what? The light cinema in Stockport has the same kind of thing. It doesn't have like um like the pre-recorded enjoy the movie like Odeon and View does. It yeah. has somebody coming in every single screening. It's like, hi, this is um like I went to go see Joker there. Like, hi, this is Joker. Um, hope you're all really comfortable. Hope you're all enjoying yourself. Um, enjoy the movie. And like it, that is sort of it. Just makes it a lot more personal and makes it, it really a bit does. nicer. Like it, it genu- like you can tell that they're enjoying, you know, just their job in general. It's not like just the working nine to five. Like they they like working in a cinema. Yeah, definitely. I'd I'd love to do something like that. Like yeah, actually- like that's a it was a really really nice. Like the light cinema in Stockport is is amazing. It's so com- it's a bit expensive. Yeah, like, a bit more expensive than other ones because I think it's more of it's less of it's not as big a chain as like Odeon, Cineworld, View. Yeah, yeah. But it is gorgeous and it's so comfortable like the the like food and drink prices aren't too bad at all uh this, but like this the tickets are a little expensive but it's worth it for the seating this episode of the filming podcast is brought to you by the light in stockport i wish man i <laughs> wish they would sponsor that would be amazing imagine if the light sponsored us that'd be pretty fantastic i'd be down for it'd be free light sponsor us if you somehow see this yeah <laughs> Um, also steel series whilst we're at it f*** it yeah. send us free shit um, to be fair like, I've got a few other stories but I don't really want to tell them yet I, wa- I kind of want to save say, some I say we save them because I imagine I will think of some others and I can you know some other people to share I will, stories I will however tell one more story and this is one because more. this is probably like the king of my cinema stories okay let's go I went to watch The Lion King. 
last year when it came out. Old fans of the podcast will know this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway for the newbies. I went to watch The Lion King at the cinema. The 2019 remake um, like became a huge success. Uh, It's a shit film, though. Hated it. (laughs) I went to see it. Um, It came out on the Friday, and I figured I'd go and see it at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Beat the crowd. There'd be no one there on a Friday because school's still in. And if I can get in and get out... I remember this story now. (laughs) If I can get in and out... I'd be absolutely fine, um, and I because I don't want to get stuck in a crowd of like you know people like especially when it's a kids film you know there'll be kids running yeah. around talking and stuff like that and I'm like wow well, okay I'll just try and get an early screen in so I, I get to the cinema and there's a a lot of a, there's a, a a large amount of kids in the cinema I was like like in just in the building I was like oh wow okay don't know what's going on here so um so I I got walked to the screen and outside the screen there's this big queue of kids. I'm like, oh, right, okay. Looks like, uh, you know, looks like it's not going to be an empty screen after all, but fine, whatever, you know. And I get in there, and uh, it turns out it was a school trip. (laughs) And um, they'd booked out the entire screen, but uh, the cinema hadn't, had forgotten to take it off public market. So there were still people in there who'd, like, bought tickets. Mm. But, and, um, and I was one of them. And I booked, when I booked the ticket, I thought, okay, there'll be no one there, so I'll bet I'll get the best seat in the house. I'll get right in the middle, next to the aisle. Perfect. Brilliant. Because the way the screen was set up, the the aisle was right down the middle of the screen, so I wanted to be close to the middle as possible. And uh, so I I get to my seat, and then all the school kids start coming in. And it turns out, where I'd booked my seat was... Right in the middle of the school trip. Yep. So I'm now sat surrounded by small children. They were around like 10, 9 or 10. And obviously I look creepy. Obviously I look creepy. 100%. It's the most suspect thing you've ever seen. Yeah. So I'm I'm panicking like, oh, I look really weird here. And yeah. uh, there's a spare seat next to me. And this woman comes over. She's a teacher. She says, Aya, can I, uh, can I come and sit next to you? I said, yeah, oh, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, no, no one's sat here. And she said, oh, thanks. You know, just got to be careful. Stranger danger. <laughs> this woman thought uh, I was a And so yeah, I'm, I'm like mad. All right. So I sit there like thinking, okay, I just, just need to get through this. And so I'm, I'm like, but like when guys relax, if you're a guy, you'll know what I mean here. If you relax, you put your hand like on your crotch. It just automatically yeah. happens. But when you're surrounded by kids, that looks a little bit weirder. So I'm like yeah. moving my hand like, shit, I can't do that. So like my one hand is on like the, the, the armrest, like gripping it to make sure everyone can see where my hand is. And my other, <laughs> and my other hand was like, across my like on my other shoulder because if i put it on the other armrest it looks like i'm trying to grab the teacher yeah so like i was it was the most uncomfortable movie i've ever had to sit through (laughs) not even because the movie was shit um it was shit then as soon as the film ended i like bolted i took i yeah i took my bike i ran and then you called me literally right after i called you literally right after and you 
burst out laughing at me. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't help it. Like, that's a, a very funny story. Yep. It was a, yeah, it was a grim one. So there you go. Yeah. That's my godfather of, um, my goodfellas of cinema stories. Oh, yeah. goodfellas is so good. Um, there you go. Uh, we probably will do this again at some point. So if you do have yeah, a fun. funny cinema story that you want to, you want us to read out, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll happily save them in a document and uh, read them out on the yeah. next one. Uh, so send them over to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our Instagram page, or leave a comment. Yeah. Or just um, if you're if you're a friend of ours, then DM us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really liked that. Yeah. That, yeah. that was a good one. That that was a. It was a nice break and also just fun to hear like little stories like that because you 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 sometimes hear that just when you're talking to your mates, but you don't get to hear it from people you don't know. So like, I obviously I I wouldn't really hear it from um your mates, and you wouldn't have heard any of mine from my mates. Yeah. So it's nice to hear that kind of thing just from other people to see that like I think my favorite of mine of my mates were either Brandon's or Holly's. Yeah. Because Holly's is just so stupid. Like she just screamed fuck off of some random woman. I feel so bad for that woman, <laughs> but I also feel really bad for Holly. Because at that moment, like imagine how awkward that is. Just screaming fuck off at someone you don't know. Because the like the hair looks clownish. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Like, that's a that was a that's great funny. story. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, everyone, uh, for, yeah, for thank, sending those. Cheers, in. everybody. It's, it yeah. was good. It was a good time. This was fun. Um, David, can you Zander. sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd <laughs> or a music or a sell music. me a music a music. Uh, you know what? I'm going to sell movie and music. I'm going to do the music first because it's literally just one song. It's um, Bring Me the Horizon's newest song. Oh, God, you've been telling Parasite me Parasite. Yeah, I've I've become obsessed with um, this song, like, over the past, I'd say. Uh, so I've been obsessed with this for the past, like, few days. Ash, my mum, and she loved it as well because she's a big fan of Bring Me the Horizon, weirdly enough. Like, it's a proper metal band of, like, my... 40 odd like 50 odd or 40 odd year old mum is a big fan so that's um that's fun but uh so basically it's a song that they've recorded in quarantine um very recently and uh they even did a music video for the quarantine they worked with mick gordon who did um it like famously known for the doom eternal and doom 2016 soundtracks um right. so obviously it's a banger with the back like some of the backtracking um i think mick gordon comes in after the second chorus um but honestly it's so good like the music video is really interesting because they've had to record it in quarantine so they've had to make a load of props themselves and i know one of the um, band members is a um animator and he does a lot of graphic design and so they've incorporated a lot of that into it so they have like robotic looking figures but with um, face masks on and there's a specific moment um like specific cleric just before the chorus is like the um the drop for the chorus basically where right. um, they start, like, the robot woman starts talking and just says, um, please remain calm. The end has arrived. We cannot save you. Enjoy the ride. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Don't call it a warning. This is a war. And then Ollie Sykes just starts screaming. And it's so good, but, like, it's also a really good, um, like, kind of little political, like, commentary because it's kind of what the government has basically said to us. Right. Um, we've just, like... Please remain calm. It's like, don't worry, COVID's fine. 
the end has arrived. You're all going to die. <laughs> Some of you may die, but that is a risk I am willing to take. Yeah, it's, um... <laughs> and then we cannot save you. Is just like, let's be honest, we're all kind of fucked. But, you know, enjoy yourself, so enjoy the ride. And it also kind of made me want to steal the lyric and put it into a horror script at some point for, like, a, um, a theme park ride. So um, I kind of wanted to, because I've got a, um, if you don't know, I've been writing some scripts for my mate Owen. Oh, right. Um, with, um, well, we've got, like, a little shared universe idea thing. Um, inspired by Dead by Daylight at first, and now it's become this big thing that we just want to do a portfolio for. Yeah. So we want to um, write a bunch of horror scripts in the same universe where it's all a bunch of like kind of slasher themed killers, all with a specific power, like attaining to their like character as a person or their personality or what they've done in the past since this and the other. Yeah. And um, like they're all controlled by this otherworldly presence that's like kind of how we perceive God, but instead they um, use his humanity as like his little playthings yeah um it's just to like amuse himself basic or amuse itself because it's like doesn't really have a gender just because it's like this otherworldly being and um i really want to incorporate that into a theme park thing because i think like it say if the characters like the the teenagers or the survivors this any other whatever we'll call them um gets into it like they sit on the theme park and then it's just like please remain calm it's like yeah that's another thing um your end has arrived like that would be really sinister they cannot save you and then just have like their friends screaming or something like that enjoy the ride and then they just like go on this death trap ride like i feel like that would be really fun but um yeah parasite eve absolute banger from britain horizon i'm not a fan of um all of their albums but they have one of my favorite albums of all time with um sempaternal and honestly it is so good. I have listened. I think I have listened to it about twenty to thirty times in the past four days because I keep on just playing it over and over again on my way to work and my way on from home from work. It's actually mental how insanely catchy and insanely good this song is. I um I can recommend it to people who may like not usually a fan of metal as well because um like bring the horizon are more of like the most popular metal band like even if you don't like metal you've heard of bring the horizon yeah i I know you would have but that's probably because of me because i've been telling like telling you about them for years yeah (laughs) um but like when it comes to bring me they are probably the most popular metal band other than like the the classics like acdc metallica this and the other but when it comes to those two those lot they're probably the most popular new metal Fair enough. And the, the, it's a fantastic song. 100% recommend it. Um, just, you know, be prepared for it to slightly bum you out maybe for the first time considering it is about COVID. Cool. Cool. Uh, um, yeah. Nice one. Um, yeah, highly recommended. Good song. I'm going to finish off a recommenda- recommendation I started last week. I recommended Titanfall 2 because I liked it. Yep. Um, and... It turns out I finished it like the day after we recorded it. It's yeah. always, like that that game is so short. <laughs> it's short but perfect and sweet. So yeah, I uh, I, I really dug it. So yeah, definitely I'd uh, stick with that thirty pound price tag. Yeah, um, I mean it, it it's short, but to be fair, I've been wanting to replay it anyway already, and it's been a week. How so. did you um, find playing it with um, me and the lads? Oh yeah, I joined the, um, you and the guys. It, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, the PvE still... mode isn't as good as the story, but like you can tell, like like, like I said from the level designer, you're constantly having to wall run, even in like yeah. the multiplayer store. 
because it's incorporated into the, the movement so as well. the movement's so fluid and you exactly. never feel like, like it, you it never feels like it's out of place makes you feel like spider-man but, uh, <laughs> um so yeah i'd finish yeah. but yeah that that was good um i i did a trilogy this week i watched a trilogy of movies that only two of them are actually related but the third one it seems like it should be even though it's like basically just a rip-off i yeah. watched unfriended unfriended dark web and friend request oh that is a Bad bunch to watch. Tell us so, about it. Well, we I I, I uh, spent the day with uh, Kian, my my friend from uni. Hey, Kian, Wagwan, Wagwan, Squanin. Um, and we watched. We we were going to watch a horror film, so we watched Unfriended, which is like you know I think a decent horror movie. All set on you. All set on the computer. It some friends in a Skype call, and it's the anniversary of someone's death, who went to their school, and they all bullied her. And because she, she committed suicide, so now she's like hacked. She's like possessed the computers, and she's like killing them one by one in the Skype yep. call. I think you know what? I think that's a really fun movie. It's very it's stressful. A very good premise. Yeah, but I think like it just focuses way too much on like overly gory stuff. I don't think it does. It focuses I more think, on. Like, it, it's more it on like. Just, like the arguments between everyone. It's a very stressful movie. There's no time to breathe. Everything's like yeah, happening can, all at I can once. completely, you know, agree with that. But at the same time, I felt like it had so much more potential than it actually gave out. Maybe, yeah. I, I feel like it would, um, it would do well if like somebody else started doing it. Like if James Wan worked with that, I feel like that would have been really interesting. Yeah. I feel like he could have incorporated something really cool into the backstory of it. I feel like all the characters are well thought out as well. Like, you know, you sort of get the dynamics from everyone early on. Yeah. And you see, like, how different they all are. So, like, at the very start, they're all bitching about this girl called Val. And then yeah. Val turns up in the call, and then all of a sudden, they're all really nice. And it's like, oh, wow, this is actually how people are. Like, they, these feel like yeah. real people. Um, I think the gory stuff does work. Uh, I think... Um, I think it's a really... I, th- I think it's a really good movie. Re- I th- I'd give it, like, a, a 7 out of 10. I'd give it a six. Personally, I feel like yeah, it it's, been it's in between a six and a seven it's a because it's film. still it's still a schlocky horror film. But I think yeah. it's it's better than your average crap fest. Um, yeah, fair enough. Then we watched Unfriended Dark Web, which is the sequel, and actually on the rewatch, I think this one's actually a bit better. I've not watched Unfriended Dark. I feel like the idea alone of Unfriended but on the dark web is a very interesting thing because obviously, like, dark web is infamous for really f***ed up shit. Yeah. Like, there's, um, if you don't know what, like, if you don't know what the dark web is, what, like, you're very lucky, but, um, <laughs> it's something that people, like, any, like, you can access not necessarily easily, but it's kind of like the black market, but for the internet and you can even, like you can buy shit that you really shouldn't be able to buy online, like drugs and possibly unlike human body parts as well. You can order yeah. hits and kidnappings on people. You can see some horrible stuff on there. Yeah. But with the idea of a Skype call and then somebody tormenting them with that, that's that. Because I know there's a game like that. There's um, a game where you just surf the dark web. Right. Um, I think it's called Welcome to the like the web or something like, or Welcome to the Dark or something like that. Right. Um. But, like, it's a very similar premise to that. And um, whilst you're searching the dark web in the game, 
you have to it's kind of five nights of freddy's style where you have to observe your real surroundings because like if like in the game your window will open and you'll hear a slight audio cue and then you're just there like oh what the f just happened <laughs> and you have to maintain that kind of thing through the night yeah. as you're going on it and um like if you fail you get kidnapped and um murdered in the game oh, cool well yeah, this it's one a, um, it's a great concept this movie it follows a guy who like steals a laptop from a lost and found from his work and it's got and it's like full of all this like and it's got this passage on there to the dark web yeah. and he's on a skype call with his friends and then the guy whose laptop it is starts contacting him like you know you've got my laptop and then it's about them like yeah the, the he's got like convince his friends that it's fake and that it's like because he's hacked into the computer and he can like see everything that he's seeing and it's um i think i think it's really interesting i think keen said it best he was like i think this is better because this feels like it could happen like if yeah you, like 100 that you go onto the wrong website that kind of thing can happen yeah you go like, onto the there, wrong website there's some really night. bad stories for that kind of thing and that kind of thing has yeah, like you, uh, if you if you go onto the wrong website uh, one night, piss off the wrong person, and they're like, "What are you uh, doing here?" Then they just have you. They just have you by the balls and everything you have on online. So it's 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 weird. It and I I think for that reason it's a uh, quite interesting. There's a really interesting moment where they hack into this guy's. Uh, it, this guy has a podcast, and they like take loads of stuff he says out of context and makes it sound like he's gonna go on a. Uh, on a rampage with a gun, and then the police come in and they download a file and turn his speakers up, and like it sounds like he's cocking a gun. So then the feds come in and like gun him down. And it's like that's so clever. I think that, that sounds kind of like Home Alone, but f***ed up. <laughs> <laughs> like see, weirdly enough, that like really reminds me of Home Alone. Yeah, it shouldn't, but it does. But yeah, it's um, I I, I think it's a, 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 a again a fun movie. I'd I'd probably give it the same rating, like a seven. But I think this one might be mildly better just because it feels more realistic. That's fair. Um, another movie I want to recommend is La La Land because I watched that this week. I had a night, I had a night in on my own, and I and I had a full pack of party rings, and I sat and I watched La La Land, and it fair made is. me feel good. It's fair enough. It's. I said to you, it's just special. This movie is special. Like yeah, it, it is. I can't think of something that I don't like about this movie. Honestly, saying like I um I watched it well. You didn't know I watched it somehow, but um, no, I watched yeah. it a while ago after you recommended it to me, and I loved every second of La La Land. I thought it was such a cute and interesting movie because it's not like it's a very good love story it's a very good rom like romance movie but it's also it paints hollywood in like at the start of it, it paints hollywood as this magical place um with like the opening scene being a like on the um bridge in los angeles yeah and this big like uproarous musical number by everybody who's parked in traffic but then it starts to show the reality of hollywood and the fact that you know, so like later on in the scene when she's at this party, like somebody's, you know, like being dirty with one of the producers because that's kind of how a lot of it worked, especially when Hollywood wasn't as, you know, controversial as it is nowadays. Like back in the day, it was, you have to, you know, do me a favor if you want to be in this movie. And it's yeah. just like, Hollywood's very corrupt. It is. And yeah. it shows it really well. It shows it perfectly how Hollywood really is. 
in these um in these films yeah it's um yeah and like a lot i know a lot a lot of people don't like this movie every time i mention it they're like oh i hated that movie because it's it's a musical but as much as a musical it is it's more just a it's music a drama movie. as well it's a mix between a musical and a music movie so like a music movie yeah, will deal with the themes of like music yeah but because half of this movie is a musical about an actress trying to get her way through hollywood and the other side of it is a movie about this guy who loves jazz and trying to he's trying to get jazz back into the mainstream and so it's sort of that half of the half of it isn't a musical it's a mu- it's yeah. a movie about music but the other half is a is a typical hollywood musical so yeah. it's so like for for a big chunk they saw like people say oh it forgets it's a musical i, I don't think it does it just focuses on something on different things and like that's yeah when... like the movie doesn't forget anything it still focuses on the musical part of it but it, it starts to it go into more, more of a real reality of like both um like bloody career choices like being an actress and being a musician like it's hard to make your way unless you're you know already popular like yeah. jazz it, it focuses on jazz specifically and how yeah. it's kind of a dead like genre of music because not nearly as many people are making it and like whiplash did the same thing where it's like starting to focus on jazz and specifically like old style jazz yeah and um like i think the way that this movie portrays it is it's so realistic even though it can be very magical and beautiful at moments and quite surreal especially in the um in the observatory scene yeah um but then it starts for like painting the world as it actually is it shows the world how we how it actually is and how the fact that people don't appreciate certain arts anymore and it sucks that they don't because even though they're really good it's just not what's popular yeah i think that the score for this movie is absolutely stunning like, it's phenomenal. i was i was walking home yesterday um and i listened to the uh the, the epilogue it's yeah. called the epilogue and it's like the story of it, it's the music around like the final scene when they yeah sort of think about what could have been and it's yeah it's heartbreaking it like, even it listening to the music having seen the movie as many times as i have you could just you picture everything depending on what you're hearing and yeah. it's um yeah it's it's really good as a um quick recommendation for a youtube video the um i told you to watch this the other day because yeah um, like you mentioned you're watching it uh so like video game donkey very 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 popular youtuber um he's recently had a bit of controversy just because he didn't like the last of us 2 that much yeah. um I, it's either he did like it or he didn't like it but basically people don't respect it and like anybody's opinion if they don't the internet's a shit place um it if is. you didn't know uh like if you like something people will attack you for it if you don't like something people will attack you for it if you don't care people will attack you for it and it's shit but um I think one really, really interesting thing about that video is um, he starts talking like he's a he's a comedic guy. He's very, very funny in his other videos. Yeah, he does a gaming channel, but he does a few videos on uh, movies. And the way he talks about those movies is so interesting. It touches on so many points that I I said before, but he touches on it in such a smart way and talking about it as in like comparing it like comparing it to other films and comparing it to real life and then also comparing whiplash and, Ho- and la la land t- uh, like together it's yeah. just called whiplash and la la land i think the video yeah it is um, by video game Duncan. incredible video it made me really want to re-watch both of those films i actually re-watched whiplash um like a few weeks ago and loved every second of it obviously yeah it's a great it's whiplash it's it's such an intense movie it is uh, jk simmons is incredible um 
But yeah, I, I can 100% recommend that. I can 100% recommend um, La La Land. And then my other recommendation is um, something I watched yesterday. Um, it's It Chapter 2. Oh, yes, of course. We didn't really yeah. get to discuss this. So um, basically, like, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was 40 minutes too long. Yeah, focuses way too much on the kids. Uh, obviously, you know the kids were great in the first film, but yeah. I wanted to see more of like them as adults. How you know, How like changed. why did they forget it? They've changed it a lot. The fact that everything is so different now, and yet they have to come back and do this again because twenty-seven years have passed, and they didn't really kill it in the first place. Um, I thought Pennywise was fantastic, especially in um, certain scenes. Um, Bill Scar- it's Bill Skarsgård, isn't it? I'm not like, yeah. up because I, I know. Um, I think it's Alexander Skarsgård who's in um, Vikings. Uh, can't he's fully in, remember, he's but he's Tarzan. fucking incredible. Pardon? Alexander Skarsgård is Tarzan. Uh, I'm gonna find out which Skarsgård is is Floki in Vikings. Because um, yeah, the Skarsgård family are really interesting, actually. Um, like almost all of them are actors. And Stellan's in Thor. Yeah. Um, Gustav Skarsgård is um, in Vikings. He plays Floki, and he's incredible in that. But anyway, um, so in like, yeah, in H Chapter Two, I felt that they needed to focus on Pennywise as a character more rather than just like this evil thing. Because I thought the idea of focusing on his origin would have been very interesting. Because he's tried to do that, but they didn't do it nearly enough. Like they started to tease like what he really is. Yeah, well, like, this, um, like that, that old woman, you, she talks about her father. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah he, there's the photo the of him. And then there's that mo- There's also that really, really creepy, fun moment when he's putting the makeup on as well. Yeah. And that was incredible. Like, he starts cutting his face into the makeup. Yeah. And but, it's like, um, yeah. The, like you said, there's a couple of moments in that movie that are just absolutely fantastic. And for me, it's, yeah. it's those Pennywise moments. It's when he... Yeah, it's primarily almost always Pennywise. Bill Hader, can I just say, is... <laughs> phenomenal in this yeah, movie i need to see bill hader in some more serious roles because i didn't give a shit about the character that dies at the end of it but bill hader made me give a shit yeah like, i nearly started crying because bill hader was crying and i was just like no bill don't don't cry i, I like you don't don't cry like i didn't give a sh- I, I i love james mcavoy but i didn't give a shit about georgie Again, no, I like. I, I, I gave think... shit about Georgie in the first film. I don't care anymore. That's twenty. It's twenty-seven years later. Fucking move on from your brother's death. Come on. Yeah, I Grow think some balls. James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain feel like felt super wasted. They did because Jessica in the opening moments, Jessica Chastain is so good, and then she's just there. wasted later. She lose, loses loses her in a backbone completely. She her character just did a one eighty. Yeah, completely. And just like became this damsel in distress when she's not supposed to be that she was that in the first movie but she grew up like she grew a backbone she faced up against her father yeah and it was really good but i i give it a seven it's not as good as the first one not as magical as the first one didn't scare me almost at all yeah it, i don't it, think because, i was scared it's once. because with the first one it's like you you get into a rhythm of what's happening, so you're like, "Oh my god!" Oh, like, and then so then when you when you when you watch the second one for the second time, it's not scary because yeah. like you realize that it's just like they can't really be killed. He's just like feeding on the fear, and then in this one, it's the same. So we know at yeah. this point like they're not gonna die, and the scary thing, especially when during the flashbacks, man. Yeah, 
like those flashbacks, like they, they that's what useless. the second act, that's where the 40 minutes comes from. That's why, well, yeah, exactly. Take also out the, the stuff. Bowers shit. Yeah, like, t- that was the most useless part. Remove Bowers, remove all the kids' stuff. You've got a solid movie. Yeah, increase like use, um, like Pennywise a little bit, like instead of like getting rid of the 40 minutes, replace the 40 minutes with. Pennywise, a bit more of Bill Hader, a bit more of Jessica Chastain, and a bit more of James McAvoy. Yeah. What What did like, you think in, of uh, in, the What did you think of the ending when they uh, bully him to death? I f- that was shit. Like <laughs> it, the the ending in the first one was kind of shit as well. They just it's literally like the sticks and stones may break my bones, they, they but words him, can never hurt me. In In the TV series, he turns into a big spider. They push him over and just kick him. Yeah, like just that's kick better him to death. because at least they're actually hurting him. Like at least, like it, at the ending, like they squeeze his heart. That's an interesting moment. If they could have beat the living shit out of him somehow, had this yeah. epic fight scene, and then take his heart out and just crush it in front of him, and then start calling, "You're just a fucking clown." Like that would have been really good because one of my favorite lines in this movie was Bill Hader just saying, "Let's kill this fucking clown." Yeah. And, like, they should have just killed the fucking clown, not just called him a clown. Because he knows he's a clown. But how is that bullying him? He, he's, a, he's a clown by choice at this point, because he's a shapeshifter. He chooses to look like a clown. That's not bullying him, that's just his persona. I think it's because... That's like, that... call, that's like bullying me by calling me a metalhead or a nerd. Like, that's not bullying me, that's just calling me what I am. I think that's them saying, like, we're not scared of you anymore. We can call you whatever. If you want to call well, they us said names, that, that's they fine. did that exactly at the same time. And the first one was like, I'm not scared of you anymore. And then he started to get smaller. It's like, you don't need to rehash the exact same ending. Yeah. It was, yeah, right. it's, a, it's a disappointment, but it's, a, yeah. it's still an it's still a, movie. It's still an enjoyable movie. I don't see myself watching it again as much as the first one. No, definitely I'm, not. Like, I can, I can 100% watch that first one without watching the second one at all and not giving a shit. The one thing that I felt was good in this movie was like how they dealt with the opening scene because in the book it's a lot more brutal, but that yeah. opening scene is still hard to watch. It is, yeah. And if you don't know what's going on about, it's the um, gay battering that was very controversial. But at the same time, that's a that's a specific moment in the book that had to be addressed. Yeah, like there's certain bits in the book that need to be addressed and need to be done well, and they did it well because they they did justice to the book. Yeah, definitely. But then Bowers coming back again, and it's just useless. It's pattering and filler and shit. Um, like, he's not even a fun character to watch. He's just annoying. When he's on the screen, just like, oh, for fuck's sake, just kill him already. <laughs> and then they do. It's not even satisfying when they kill him. Just like, thank fuck, he's gone. Um, yeah, there you go. It chapter two. Um, yeah. I've, I'm going to recommend a TV show. Go on. Uh, this... I, it came up on Netflix, and I thought it was new, and then I realised, no, it's from 2016. Yeah. And uh, it's a Channel 4 show. One season, six episodes, British. Um, it's called Crashing. Yeah. And it stars, and is created by Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who, okay. you may know, made Fleabag. So, like, well, you know, yeah, Fleabag's fantastic. And I thought, why does this only have one season? So I, I watched the first episode, really liked it. It's about this um, this group of people who like, are guardians of an old building. So like basically yeah. squatters, but with um, like they pay rent and they're looking after this place. Yeah. So they actually have to keep it in good nick. Um, 
and there's like a few different stories like it's about their the relationships between them so it's phoebe waller bridge is plays lulu who is uh, this guy's best friend from as a kid and they've always like flirted but he's engaged to another woman and so yeah. like it's that the the love triangle relationship there um it's this these uh these two guys um i've forgotten their names but like um one of them's a gay guy and the other is like barney basically yeah from how many mother just like complete womanizer but like he starts actually developing a like a an attraction for this guy and starts kind yeah. of falling for him and then the other one is this divorced man who's like completely depressed and hates his life and wants to kill himself meets this um he's like middle-aged and uh meets this like late like mid-20s french painter nice and she like falls in love with him and like that he, he she uh she paints him all the time yeah and stuff like that um so it's really interesting like how these relationships develop and stuff like that and there's some really good episodes um it, i don't honestly don't know why i didn't get a second season because i may, didn't get the views or maybe she just wanted to write one season because like you can maybe there's only one real plot line that could keep going but like you without the second season you sort of know where it ends yeah um but yeah six episodes they're all like half an hour each i think it's really good I'd, yeah it, it took me about like you know two hours to get through so it's, it's nothing at all it's like yeah i watched it all in one morning and i found it really funny so um yeah crashing on netflix uh check it out it's pretty good yeah bit of an underrated awesome. one don't get too attached though because there's only six episodes yeah um yeah i think that'll uh That'll do it. That'll do it, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Once again, we were thinking it was going to be a short one today. It's two hours. (laughs) To be fair, though, two hours, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not bad compared to what we usually do, but still. Yes. Uh, Thank you very much to everyone listening. Yeah. Uh, Mate, uh, we are on, I checked earlier, we are on 48 starts on Spotify. So, aim for this week, 50. We want 50 starts on Spotify. Uh, by the end of uh, by, by the time we record, starts or stars starts, as in people who started the podcast. All oh, right, <laughs> um, no no finishes, but starts. Yes, yeah, starts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll tell you the numbers now. Um, yeah, we're on forty eight starts. We're on twenty seven streams, and we've got eighteen followers and eighteen uh, listeners. So eighteen. Oh, so basically, all of our followers have been listening to us. I'm mad. Thank you. Um, Cheers, people. Yeah. Um, so you can follow us on Spotify. You can do that. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on iTunes. And if you do follow us on iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. Yeah. It does help out. Um, you can subscribe on YouTube. You can watch you can the, like videos. the videos. You can um, comment. Helps comment out on as well. them. And hit you can... that notification bell. Yes, of course. <laughs> You can follow go... us on Insta, Twitter, Facebook. Yes, MySpace. Don't follow us on MySpace. We don't have that, but do follow the Facebook. I don't think page, anybody has MySpace. The Twitter page and the Instagram page—they're all uh, in, they'll all be in the description. Uh, you can follow David on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. And uh, we'll be leaving links to everyone we've uh, mentioned and who has sent us a story. We'll be linking all their stuff in the description as well, so you can go and check those out. Cool. That yeah. was that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of. 
What are we doing next week, David? Do, do we, are we are we telling them what we're doing next week? We'll discuss it. Next week's a surprise. Yeah, to both of us. And yes. You. Um, so thank not, you very not much. Not that other guy. You specifically. <laughs> thank you, you very much for listening, everyone. And uh, yeah, keep sending us your cinema stories, and we will do another episode of this at some point. I'm sure. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Take care, people.